Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of Nerve All Traits. The podcast is all about movie pitches, favorite movies, all kinds of random nonsense, and uh, just talking about stuff, having fun with friends. Uh, I'm your host, Tyler Birch, and here are my guests. Jay Fred, a.k.a. The Engineer. Mike. <laughs> this is Derek. <laughs> this is Juan, a.k.a. The Newbie. <laughs> all right. Uh, so we're going to kick this episode off. Uh, this is our Heroes and Villains episode. We're going to be focusing on Batman this time. So we're going to talk about a little bit about what kind of Batman movies we'd like to see, what our favorite ones were, all that fun stuff. Uh, we're going to kick it off like we always do with a quick game of Pitch Storm. Um, so first person that's going to be going is Jay Fred. He wasn't prepared for that. I forgot that it was the person <laughs> to the left of the executive. Yes, I absolutely <laughs> did forget, but that's okay. All right, it's going to be terrible either way. All right, let's you, get it over. You limber? You good? Yeah, yeah. You ready? No, but let's go. Okay, start. Okay, so the main character is this kid who can run at supersonic speeds, but the whole time all he's trying to do is impress this girl that he likes without revealing who he actually is. So like, he finds out that she likes like track stars and stuff and he goes to run track but he can't run as fast as he can because then everybody's gonna know who he is so he's trying to like run fast enough to do well but not so not too fast and being cool but he's like a really dorky (laughs) i think we need to start with a more tragic origin story (laughs) and go (laughs) okay so you find out that shortly after he realized that he could run at supersonic speeds his parents died. And so it kind of, they play it out into this metaphor of he's been running away from his feelings, like not trying to deal with stuff <laughs> and like just running fast and that, being fast. No, it's funny. That almost sounds exactly like a superhero. Almost, <laughs> you know? It's funny. Right? Congratulations. We've all, we've all infringed on copyright. <laughs> I did Basically, not. I like, said oh, no names. Don't worry. I'll try I'll try it's, and keep mine somewhat original. And the title of the movie is Flash with Two A's. <laughs> Flash. <laughs> All right. <Aww>. <laughs> ready to go? I guess I have to do my own time, huh? All right. You ready? Yeah. Okay. So mine's about this supervillain who realizes that he hates himself. And so he's actually trying to turn his life around by turning into a superhero uh, fi- while fighting normal, you know, fighting crime in New York City, trying to have that work crime fighting split i guess balance um what he doesn't know is he still is his own super villain <laughs> so uh, pause. Ooh. <laughs> let's see can we add a bunch of alternative alternate reality versions of the hero what <laughs> yeah we can <laughs> okay what is this nonsense <laughs> i like that one a lot <laughs> uh, <All> right, <laughs> no um actually I know I said, yeah, we can do that. But, <laughs> yeah, I you mean, sounded really ready when you yeah, said that. Yeah, I was like, damn. He anticipated. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> so the reason he actually is his own supervillain is because not only is he mentally insane and, you know, has blackouts where he's, I guess, kind of setting himself up for failure. There's also other evil versions of him from the other ones that don't like that he turned from the other, I guess, multiverses, that don't like that he's turning his life around and therefore are there to... I guess kill him or make make him stay I, evil. I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. I respect that you double down on him having the the double personality. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I had, man. <laughs> all right, ready, newbie. Yep, ready as I'll ever be. All right, let's go. All right, so mine's a real bare bones idea. Picture it. 
the characters are two kids struggling to impress their superhero parents. So they don't have superpowers. I don't know how that works out, but like genetics, they didn't get any superpowers. And then I don't know where a giant like alien overlord comes out and tries to dominate the earth. So they see it as like, like an opportunity. It's like, oh, this is how we can impress our parents. If we take out this big guy all by ourselves. So it's a real bare bones idea. Basically how it's like goes along. It's like, it's basically, they're just trying to take out this warlord. What if exactly half of the characters all die at the end? (laughs) (laughs) Right. All right. Okay. I can work with this. Let's go. So, if it's going to be half, it's going to be their parents that actually die. So, their parents actually die from the warlord. So, now they have more of a reason to take out this alien warlord. Um, in the end of the movie, like, it's a good, like, few happy movies. So, they do end up defeating the warlord. And Yeah, we're all happy when our parents die. All right? happy. Like, all happy. That's yeah, time. Absolutely. But I don't know if that would really be happy if, like, their whole purpose was to... They were trying to... To impress their parents. To impress, their, to impress parents. their parents. Their parents can't be impressed exactly. because they're dead. That's, like, the irony. It's, like, they try to impress their parents and then they die. <laughs> I'm not feeling the feel good here. You're not feeling <laughs> feel good? Yeah, it doesn't sound like a happy ending. you say it was there. a happy Yeah, of course. <laughs> now you've just got two kids that are getting put into the system. Like, huh? Doesn't sound like happy for I anybody. Mean, no, because they defeated the warlord. So now they're... Without powers. Without powers, exactly. After their parents died. So now, exactly. they're, again, they're just two regular orphans. Like, just... Look, man. <laughs> they need to reevaluate the definition of feel good for you. Yeah. <laughs> or kind of baby. Are you like, watching? You need to go He's watching like old Yeller and shit over here. That's... <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, I'm, uh, I'm gonna go with Derek's on that one Derek's yeah. is definitely that's one. Fair. Yeah. that one's First pretty good time win yeah. <laughs> I mean uh, I mean so they were all they were Mr. Robot for a little while but <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean they they were all actually this was a pretty uh, strong one so okay. only five episodes in calm down oh, my bad in the end it's it was show. all a dream <laughs> no that's Harry Potter <laughs> <a dream. laughs> that's Harry Potter <laughs> All right. I uh, hope you enjoyed that quick game of Pitch Storm. Uh, so now we're going to move into the movie pitches portion. So we're just going to start, uh, you know, flinging stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. Uh, anyone got burning desire to talk about their movie pitch? I mean, I know what mine is. And Derek volunteered. There we go. Uh, so I don't really have a whole lot of detail on it, just the basis <laughs> for it. But, like, I'm a really huge fan of, like, the Dark Knight's metal with all the evil Batman from the other... I guess universes are how he was twisted. Um, so just seeing a movie where it kind of just be, I would want to say him versus all of them, but I don't really know if that's really feasible. Like they fucking wreck his shit. I was gonna yeah. say for for one regular ass <laughs> Batman to take on like the the evil Aquaman Batman, the evil Joker Batman, the evil Cyborg Batman, like ones that actually have powers. Um, um, I think it'd have to be a Justice League movie. It, it would. It would have yeah, to be like Justice League versus the Dark Knights. And then, then they could all fight their rivals too. Like I think that'd be a really cool one to see. Um, obviously, you know, make it make it rated R. Make it so people can die. You know, got to have it gritty. But um, I just think that'd be cool because there's a lot of they have a lot of badass powers, a lot of cool dark characters that we don't really get to see a lot. I mean, like obviously, I love the Joker. Like um, Joker's one of my favorite characters, but. Seeing a Joker that was Batman turned insane would be a lot cooler um, than just, you know, some other random Joker that's out there for whatever reason, <laughs> you know, the one we don't speak about and then the the good ones, you know, so, um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of all I got. I don't really have a whole lot for that. Uh, just give a little bit more context on Dark Knight's Metal. Uh, it was a comic book uh, event that they did a couple years ago. Um, and all these different versions of Batman from the Dark Multiverse, where it was all these are Earths that everything went wrong. Um, usually the Earth was doomed or in some way. Uh, <clears throat> they come over to our... Well, not ours, because we don't live in that world. But in the, the main DC universe, uh, to take over and to 
it was like to bring the earth into the dark multiverse or something like that mm-hmm. um so there was a dark knight's medal and it's all the evil batman uh led by the batman who laughs which is a batman who um he ended up actually killing the joker really like if we we need to get those origins in there because like that one specifically was really good because that was yeah. like bat joker captured batman and he watched as down the alley a family of three came down a mother a father and a son came down and then they got gunned they gunned the parents down over and over again so he had to relive his biggest trauma and finally like the batman snapped and killed the joker and that's what turned him into the batman who laughs so yeah did, didn't he kill joker and then like joker toxin got into him yeah because of it yeah joker gas yeah. yeah um so just i mean they're they're all really cool there were ones based off the flash aquaman doomsday uh the doomsday one's freaking cool, cool. Aries, all those uh so that'd be a pretty fucking amazing movie and if at the end we don't get a batman joker team up to take down batman who laughs then we're all just gonna be worse off for that it was a real comic it was a real good comic book yeah yeah it was, that it, was a good, it was a good event uh definitely go check it out um i don't know who's your favorite dark Knight's metal is it just batman who laughs <laughs> no he's not my favorite one actually oh, there we go Ooh. no uh even though joker is my favorite villain uh no red death is definitely still my favorite one red death i mean speedsters are just so op that can't really do anything about it like honestly i couldn't i i feel like even the whole justice league probably wouldn't be able to take him down Mm. let alone the rest of them so yeah i mean they barely fought him off i mean the only reason that he like heroes realistically probably shouldn't win as much because they're afraid to kill (laughs) like like if you have the same powers but one of them's not afraid to kill and one of them is like realistically the one that's gonna kill is gonna win Yep. So, like, as the other one's going to be holding back, trying. Yeah, not to I was kill like, him. like if you actually take Barry Allen and put him against Red Death, like, even though they're kind of equals, kind of the same, like, it's going to be very different because Barry Allen won't hurt anybody. And hopefully, we'll get that in a future season of Flash. A little bit. <laughs> what a Red Death? Their their asses, <laughs> a Red yeah. Death? Well, they've teased it a couple times. Well, I'm okay with Godspeed. No, okay, I, let's I not mean, fast forward too we've much. We've already <laughs> talked about this. First half of the season's Godspeed, and then it turns out Red Death was pulling the strings at Godspeed, and he I'm was okay the final season, like the second half season guy. I'm okay with that. Yeah, a little bit of Arrow <laughs> season two. I mean, I think that'd be super strong. So, um, okay, I'm getting a lot of blank looks. So, a lot of times <laughs> the Arrowverse shows they'll do like first half of the season has a bad guy, mm. and then after like the main hero defeats that bad guy in the mid season finale, it'll turn out someone was pulling their strings. Mm. so we were talking about like having bigger like, bad guy exactly Think jaws and bigger jaws <laughs> exactly <laughs> so yeah no so seeing something like that we, just because we just we want all the speedsters so we're slits for speedsters or if y'all play video games like far cry 3 no i didn't play that nothing no. i i watched people play far cry 3 never. i was never really <laughs> i was just trying that. to think of more relevant things so i think one person is the ultimate villain and then you end up finishing them off halfway through, and, and it's, it's like, like oh, they actually like, weren't the oh. main bad guy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's pretty common, though, in a lot of video games. That yeah. That's fair. Game. Skyward Sword Zelda did it, too. Yeah. And, I mean, I think the first time I saw something like that was the original Power Rangers when they were like, yeah, we beat them, and then they, like, <laughs> grew or went into a, like, Zord or whatever, and then they were like, yeah, we need our Zords, and then the Megazord, and so it kind of leveled up in tears like that so. that's true that is a pretty physical representation of that yeah <laughs> it's like seen it. obviously compressed because it's like a single episode yeah, as long, yeah. But, but i i mean no that's yeah. a really good uh comparison to it yeah because they'd always defeat the guy when he was like their height and then they'd be like the main like the overarching season bad guy would be like hell no this isn't how this is going down and then they throw magic sprinkles like fucking like beans or something like always some or random shit or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and like that would like make them come back but they're like as tall as a skyscraper and that's when they would do the zord fights 
So <laughs> Power Rangers too whack. I can't do that. <laughs> Sounds like a whole lot going on. There. All right, guess you're not invited to that episode. That'll <laughs> uh, be fine. Who's your favorite Dark Knight, Tyler? Uh, I mean, I'm see, like, I just got to go with the obvious Bat- uh, Batman who laughs because mm. I mean, a Batman who's got the, you know the detective skills of Batman, but he's also as insane as Joker, mm-hmm. and he has like his little like Robins that he's got. Yeah, those are creepy. Like, the yeah, Robins are little like, creepy as hell. Imp looking Robins. Like, yeah, like and it, he's just he's also the only one that moved past Dark Knight's metal, and he had like a really great run of his own comic book, and like he's mm-hmm. like a part of the new death metal. Like so, yeah. his his impact has gone way beyond all the other Dark Knights. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty cool. Also with the Robins. I didn't notice it because they kept yelling crow. I'm like, why the heck they keep yelling crow? And then the Batman who laughs yells bar. I'm like, oh, that's how he controls them is by yelling crow bar. Dude, no joke. So uh, I'm working on right now. I'm trying to think about uh, a new series one day to do Mm -hmm. about a bunch of sidekicks. Mm -hmm. And there's going to take place at a bar. And I was going to call the bar crow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Just a little fun little Easter egg in there that's just really awful. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I, have, I would have no regrets about it, and it's still going to happen. I don't even care about the response I just got right now. But <laughs> hey, um, I liked it. Oh wait, that's the response you were talking about. Okay, that makes sense now. It was cringy. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't. You don't really know much about the Dark Knight metal. Do you not know anything about Dark Knight metal? Nope. Don't worry, we'll pretty good. You. Yeah, I appreciate that. You. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, which one's your favorite? Yeah. Which one's my favorite? My favorite is um, uh, what's his name? I think his name is the Devastator. Um, the, the Doomsday, Doomsday one. The Doomsday yeah. one. Yeah. I think that was really cool because it's like Batman. Uh, not Batman. Superman. I think goes insane or something. Or Superman. They're all Batman. They're all Batman. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's the whole point. Superman. <laughs> but the the reason why he injects himself with the oh, Doomsday to virus fight Superman, is to fight insane. Superman. Oh, okay, He's like, know. okay, time to do this freaking Doomsday protocol, and he starts freaking injecting everybody with Doomsday viruses. <laughs> I feel like that's the the thing that I like about the Dark Knights is that they're like batman but if batman didn't have any like morals like if if he pushed the limit of like what he because batman or batman would just inject himself with the doomsday virus and not anybody else to fight superman but instead this guy starts injecting everybody <laughs> that is pretty random well, like, like it's it's just cool saying because like any of these literally could be batman yeah. if just one yeah. thing if happens. just one thing happened if he got the if he got kind the freaking green point lantern point. ring yeah, yeah exactly like he, he had a chance he like the batman that we know from our main universe or whatever like had a chance at becoming any one of those because by one event happening i thought that was pretty cool yeah but yeah definitely the doomsday one is pretty cool okay yeah so if you didn't know anything about dark knight's metal now i have a feeling you know a lot more about it than you needed to (laughs) (laughs) they're fucking Uh, metal yeah no they're fucking awesome um yeah (laughs) just devil horns just Uh going up right now we're all uh we're all big Dark Knights Metal fans here. Um, now lock them with me, yeah, my brother. Totally. I knew what that was before <laughs> some this more, episode. Some more than others. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> Next movie pitch. Uh, yeah, I know. So, oh, does that mean you want to go? No. Oh, I mean, okay. whoever, whoever's welcome to. I, I'm still thinking on mine. You're still thinking on Yeah, yours? of course. Because I'm, 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 I'm debating on, well, now that you took the freaking Dark Knights Metal, I really wanted, like, I really want to see that animated. I feel like that would be really freaking cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, animated's cool. Live action. I mean, there's cool. more likely to I get feel like, yeah, I, I, feel like, like an, I feel like animate that you can't make that live action. Oh, you could. It'd be awesome. You could, but you have to get everything, like, perfect. I feel like animated. James Wong could do it. Zack Snyder could do it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and then think about it. And then you get the Snyder cut afterwards, and you okay. get a little tiny bit. 
look, I, I know Zack Snyder messed up a lot of stuff, but he's absolutely amazing at Batman. That's that's all <laughs> I'm going to say on that. Okay. His, his Ben Affleck Batman was... That's fair. Yeah. I like, I like Batman. That warehouse scene was straight out of an Arkham game, and that is what every big fan of Batman wanted. So I will say that... Except for the fact that they kind of just gloss over the fact that like he killed somebody. Yeah, whatever. Who? <laughs> who? Batman? And, and, and BVS. Like, Batman straight up shot yeah, somebody. I was like, oh, I like this Batman. He fucking grabbed a big machine and started shooting people. <laughs> he, I was like, this, this Batman, he's not no bitch. <laughs> he also branded people so they get killed <laughs> He did. In prison. I thought that was so weird. I thought that was so weird. <laughs> ben Affleck played a dark Batman. I loved it. <laughs> but, I mean, if a Batman who's as disillusioned with people as he was, it makes sense that he would kill people. They, def- they definitely definitely want the shit. older Batman. They yeah. definitely went with old man Batman for yeah. that Batman. At that point, you're like done being idealistic. You're like, <laughs> yeah. you know, when he was younger, he's like, people should live. I don't care what they do. The older one, he's like, no. Brandon Some of the pictures cows. are coming back. People are, people are <laughs> monsters. After the fifth time, Joker breaks out. Like You're just like, I need to start putting these bitches down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For real though, like, <laughs> yeah. how like, many times? Like, do you, how many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? Like, come on. No prison can hold me. Well, what about hell? As he caps his ass. Looks like uh, it's like every time when you could have killed him, he gets out and more people die. So, are you really the good guy here at this point? People have been debating that for decades. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. I don't think there's ever going to be a clear answer. I think there's significant evidence on both sides of that. <laughs> Agreed. All right. Uh, anyone else got a... Go I'll go next. I, I oh, figured mine out now. I really like the multiverses, so... I don't know if there is one about this, but about the crime syndicate, specifically about Ooh, Owlman. Okay. Because I feel like we always see like the crime syndicate as they're like, already all together. What's Never the like it. The crime syndicate with like Owl Man and like I forget what the other guys are called because I just like Owl Man more. Useless. Okay. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I forget what all the alternate like so evil versions of them are. The crime syndicate is the Earth Three Justice League, but they're all bad guys. Yeah. So there's Ultraman and Superwoman, and uh, mm-hmm. there's Owl Man, which is Batman's equivalent. So if you've seen Justice League, uh, Crisis was a Crisis, Crisis on Two Earths. Earths. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you'll see them in that. They're not Martian Manhunter in that one, do they? I don't think so. Why no. not? Why they, do always, they, they always they always Why do they Martian stiff Manhunter? Martian Manhunter? <laughs> Isn't he like a re- another really like op character yes yeah yeah he's he's like they've said that he's as strong as superman he like, is he's yeah. fucking insane and he can shapeshift and he can turn invisible so he's better so than superman he is better than superman that's yeah. cool um and really like the only thing is like his weakness is just bigger because it's just fire so mm-hmm. well i guess fire is pretty common though yeah so fire is a lot more common than kryptonite so yeah that's fire. what they do to him in um what's it called just like uh, doom yeah doom when they set him on fire yeah, yeah they set him on DC fire it's like too, what right? the fuck yeah they don't even do him Does justice there. What? Does he have a weakness? Uh, Other than being like five mentally or some shit? Not, mm, <laughs> not really. Five physically? <laughs> a lot of times, like, I mean, a lot of times when I see him turn on people, they usually like, like Wonder Roman usually uses a lasso of truth to get him to, to say Shazam, so he turns back. Hmm. Um, but as far as weaknesses go, I'm not very familiar on Shazam, but I don't think that there really is unless someone's just as strong as him. Yeah, so like, he's like <laughs> Superman without the weakness. Though. Yeah. He yeah. is because, like, and especially because he's magic based. Like mm-hmm. Superman is, he's very weak to magic. So that's another way to exploit he's him outside of Kryptonite. Mm. Um, but Shazam, he <clears throat> is magic, so that's not yeah, really Shazam... going to be a big deal. I feel like Shazam's like Shazam transformation is so weird because if he puts somebody in front of him, he doesn't transform back and, he's and fucking he fucking zaps him with lightning. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. no, uh, it does it in the movie too. Like mm-hmm. when he says Shazam, but he's underneath someone, the lightning hits them, but it doesn't turn him in. Like it just fucking <laughs> it obliterates. Them. Like that's not how electricity. If it, I don't if even it, remember that part. Exactly. Yeah. If it works like electricity, then it would 
It would turn him back. There's, there's been a lot of times where he just grabs someone and he's like leans them towards the sky and he just says to jam and they just start getting zapped and they just like. Well, you know, theoretically, <laughs> wouldn't be too hard to stop the dude. All you really got to do is cut out his tongue. Ooh. But I don't really know there's a whole lot he You can have do. to kill Billy. Like, there's no way that you can stop him. You do have Shazam, to kill Billy. You got to kill him with Billy. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, but if you cut out his tongue, he can't even say Shazam to turn. So. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you go after him when he's a kid, there's not a whole lot. He can can do he that. transfer his powers? Well, he did in the movie. He so, did in the yeah, movie. He's got the Shazam. He does family. that a bunch of times. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, his little superhero squad of kids. The Shazamily. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that what it's called? <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. It's just something that like I just awful. like picked up along the way. Yeah. So that ends that tangent. <laughs> not a word I would have come up with. <laughs> Yeah, what were we talking about? We were talking about uh, the crime syndicate. Yeah, you're talking about the crime yeah. syndicate. Was, but yeah, yeah, I would like that was a backstory, and then yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the backstory of like Owl Man. I feel like that would be pretty cool. I would like to see like a whole movie just like based on like the crime syndicate, because that's just like alternate realities. I feel like the normal like, um, like New Fifty Two and stuff like that, and everything. It's kind of. I want to see something different. That's why metal is so cool for me, just because it's completely out there. Okay. So, so tell me more syndicate. about this movie. So is it like Batman versus Owl Man? No, BVO. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like I would rather see like a backstory of Owlman and then like the formation of the crime syndicate. Not like so, not a Batman movie. Not a Batman. It's more of a villain movie. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah. It's almost like it's not on par with this theme. Then I'll allow it since he's a version of Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I mean, there was no rules to this. Whenever we were going into it, we just had Batman. I made strong suggestions. (laughs) Is Owlman still Bruce Wayne? Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. Yeah. You didn't didn't say that part. You just said he was the equivalent. No. no. Yeah, because I feel like there's so much in that universe that we don't really get to see because you we start off right as like they're already the crime syndicate and they're like already all like, they, yeah because they're always coming over to take down exactly. the justice league um oh wait what what are you looking at over there you have your movie ready i looked it up yeah. and apparently oh. he's not bruce wayne he's, he's not thomas bruce wayne? wayne jr i guess it still oh, counts as being related i mean yeah I'm, I'm just assuming in that world he just didn't call him bruce wayne yeah, yeah, he, like, just called yeah. Him, <laughs> he just called him jr yeah, caught him doing that'd be it. interesting. Little TJ, see him because like what's funny about him is like so in that world like Ultraman who's Superman and then Superwoman who's uh, like Wonder Woman like they're together but like Owlman like seduces her and like they have like an affair and like <laughs> you're just like like I mean that might be like my one way to get those world where Batman and Wonder Woman get together so I think we just need to throw that in there just for me really I don't care about anybody else it's <laughs> is just that what me. you want you want the fanfare <laughs> I just want to see Wonder Woman and Batman together all right Those hey. are the best parts of the Justice League cartoon I was say like, <laughs> That flick was on its way doing that. Okay, <laughs> him and the new ones they were they were headed that way. That's true. Until, yes, that's true. Till Batfleck dropped that. I, just, I don't know. I just always enjoyed that a lot more than the Superman Wonder Woman romance. First like, of all, it's just like, like yeah, cliche, yeah. It's, so obviously, it's like what you look at for that, and then they seem like the same person. Kind of. Yeah. Like it's almost like they could be related. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't know. There might be space Arkansas. We don't know. <laughs> space Arkansas. Fair. What would be space Arkansas in our solar system? For any of our listeners out in Arkansas, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> so does everyone else. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe uh, Uranus is space Arkansas. <laughs> Uranus is space Arkansas. Ooh. That makes sense. You gonna take that? Anybody? From, well, I'm not from Uranus, so. <laughs> Well, I know you're not from my anus. No, he's saying <laughs> he's saying things happen between siblings in your anus. Are you okay with that? We've lost our listeners from Uranus. 
That's a real unfortunate. Shame. <laughs> I was looking at the analytics, and there's a big, significant viewership <laughs> in Uranus. <laughs> it's like 50%. <laughs> I was really hoping that we'd be able to crack it into Uranus. <laughs> there's, there's, a very big, there's a very big dent. <laughs> this is a perfect time. I was just watching I'm like, God, episode. we're fucking stupid guys. <laughs> I didn't ever claim to be smart. <laughs> I was just I was just watching the Friends episode where uh, Joey was like I'm gonna be Al Pacino's butt and so they're all, they all making the jokes about him like cracking in the show business and stuff. <laughs> so I was prepared for this. Nice. I don't know. Okay, I guess someone wants to talk about like a movie pitch or something. <laughs> yeah. So uh, as you all know, I really like origin stories and backstory type stuff. So I was thinking about two related things that would be surrounded around Ra's al Ghul. Uh, the first being like his rise to becoming the founder of the League of Assassins and then maybe a little bit into like what his childhood was like. Uh, I got into some issues with that because there are like four different origin stories for Ra's al Ghul. <laughs> they all have a lot of similar details, but they're different in small but significant ways. Welcome so, to comics. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You, you kind of have to pick which one to go with or find some way to merge them or something. And that would be kind of difficult and a pain and you'd lose a whole bunch of people saying, that's not the real one. And so anyway, the other one would be uh, like what happened with Ra's al Ghul and his family between when the Waynes were murdered and when he met up with Bruce in that prison in Asia in uh, Batman Begins. Because obviously Talia was already born and he had two sons as well. So they were somewhere. They haven't been mentioned in the movies as far as I recall. Question. So this would take place in the Nolan verse? In what? Chris, like Christopher Nolan's <laughs> yes. Batman world? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine. Anyway, <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to just tell you right now. Whenever it comes to the comics, people just attach some moniker to verse. And that this is what they refer to. So, so wait, so wait, is the Nolan one? Is that the only one where he's from the League of Assassins? Batman's from the League of Assassins. Uh, is his origin? Yeah. Oh, uh, I thought usually, that was, I thought that was a big thing across a lot. No, of them. Uh, okay. usually he goes around the world and trains with various masters. Um, and they. She, oh, that's right. Yeah, he trains like Lady Shiva, and like she's also can like she's in the League of Assassins sometimes, but it's not like he doesn't go and like that's how he gets trained. Like he trains with all these different masters. <laughs> Yeah, usually his first kind of, interactions with Rachel. Kind of, so I guess that's maybe where they got the whole. They took it for Arrow with Oliver Queen training yeah. all around the world from different people. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, a lot of Oliver Queen stuff is just Batman stuff, just reskinned okay. with a. Yeah, I was like, okay. not, he, the show. He's not like he is in the no, in no. the others. The part where he gets stranded in, on the island for five years is Green Arrow, but like a lot of the other stuff where he gets off the island and he trains and stuff. That was 100% and now he's just Batman. a really dark, brooding character. It's <laughs> yeah. like oh. No, he's more Robin Hood type. Like he's actually like a social justice warrior in comics. Like yeah, yeah. You, you told me it was like yeah, a, yeah. like even in the cartoons, he's like more of a comedian and jokes around a lot more. Yeah, he's a little bit more. He's he's lighter and he's he's a lot more about like fighting like for the little people. Kind of like kind of like you know like Spider Man does his friendly neighborhood thing. Like that's kind of what Green Arrow tries to do. He tries oh, to make okay. sure he takes care of the people that are in his city and things like that. Yeah, I don't like that one as much. I do, but I don't. It has its place, um, but I don't think Arrow would have been successful if they exactly. Done that. <laughs> I was like, I think he needed to be the dark, brooding, like kill people type. Of. I mean, they were capitalizing because that was 2012. That was right when Dark Knight Rises released. That was four years after Dark Knight. Like they had to. It was back then. Wow. Yeah. yeah that was when things were turning more towards a dark skew. So that's why they had to make Arrow like mm -hmm. that. 
that's why like flash and everything and legends of tomorrow started finding its own formula because they started realizing we don't have to do that for everybody we can do this you know for arrow because it works for him the established this character's already established in this sort of way but flash can be lighter he can be happy you know he has a family legends of tomorrow they can be wacky they're doing their time traveling things like that so fair fair yeah sorry i uh, I'm, I'm, you can go. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm done talking. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I was pretty much just going to go with more like supporting evidence. I mean, he's one of Batman's most enduring ev- enemies that he's had. Uh, he belongs to the collective of adversaries that make up Batman's rogues gallery. Uh, he's come into contact with Superman and the Green Arrow, so that gives you some crossover possibilities between the different movies. Uh, like we said, Father Talia al Ghul, we know from Dark Knight Rises, and Dusan al Ghul who I don't think I have seen in any movies or anything. I don't uh, think I've heard of that guy. I hadn't either. Like, <laughs> I, knew, that fool? I knew he had a bigger family than just a daughter, but I didn't. You always, you always hear about, yeah, you always hear about the daughters. Right. You don't, yeah. Yeah. And then he <laughs> yes, also apparently is the <laughs> maternal grandfather of Damian Wayne. Yes. Yes. I did not yeah. know that either. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that yeah. gives you another avenue for future movies because i imagine that was planned just from the little bit of research i did on it seems like they wanted him to kind of replace batman in you know they wanted batman to be in the league of assassins so we're gonna have him fill that void when he was old enough yep so so talia drug batman had sex with him so that way she got (laughs) damian wayne yep (laughs) there's a very freaking crazy (laughs) anyway yeah I think there's a whole lot of possibility there for a movie, maybe a couple of movies, but I think between the early part of Batman Begins and later in Batman Begins is a good place to fit that in. Okay. So like, uh, what would be the conflict? Uh, I think there are quite a few that you could have. Uh, mostly would be the training and planning based on what they were wanting to do with Batman later, kind of building that all up. Uh, but I hadn't thought too much about that. So I don't know. Can you think of a good conflict that would be involved in that? Uh, before Batman begins, did Rage start the, the league of assassins or he'd ri- ri- rise his way up there as well. So I'm going to assume based on what we know about the Christopher Nolan world mm-hmm. is that he, he, it was already established and oh, he okay. rose into the ranks because this is like him without the Lazarus pits and he's not coming back to life. Like that's why the whole dark Knight rises when he was there. Like he was like, because you can be more than a person you can also become an idea. And like, that was their way of saying like, he's immortal because of his ideas. So I'm going <laughs> to assume that means that the Lazarus pits aren't a thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, see, I don't know much about the Nolan verse version. Again, all of mine comes from arrow. I that's thought the Lazarus I pits were supposed to be a part of that. Uh, the stuff that I found said that Ra's al Ghul was the founder of the League of Assassins. I mean, I didn't look in specific universes to see if that varied, but uh, the I mean, little bit in, that in I comics, did. I'm sure it does. Yeah, some point. Point. In comics, <laughs> in comics he actually was the founder. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, and he had the Lazarus Piss, so he's been around for like centuries. Yeah, um, saw that. So they probably you probably did found it in the Christopher Nolan verse. Um, so that'd be really cool, like seeing him like create the League of, League of Assassins. Yeah. Um, Ooh, follow up question: Would you still have Liam Neeson play him? <laughs> if possible, yes. <laughs> it's like, would you have Liam Neeson's get up? A man doesn't really age, so I'm sure <laughs> yeah. he's up for it. Like, I mean, uh, any chance I get, yes. <laughs> Even when he does he's age, like, he still like, kicks I, ass. It doesn't really matter. He's like, <laughs> I, I wrote this so that way Liam Neeson could have another Batman movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know. I could maybe like. Mm, I would. It's really 
tricky. I would say probably this, like him establishing the League of Assassins would probably be the conflict, like because remember, like at the end of Dark Knight, right? Or in Dark Knight Rises, like when his wife, like was like yeah i'll give up my life for you and he had no idea and yeah. he just like wandered off as some random mercenary like I, i'd feel like he that'd be when he's establishing something like the league of assassins and i think that would be that would be the source of conflict because like how do you even start something like that <laughs> yeah that's fair <laughs> um or we can you know see like his sons come into play or something like that i mean i think there's, there's definitely a lot of potential there yeah be cool. Any more Razzle Ghoul is always good with me. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> the well, almost always. I didn't like him in Gotham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't great in that. Gotham is Gotham. <laughs> I was like, but no, in the Dark Knight once he was good and then Yeah. I'm trying to think. Like I feel like I'm like floundering because I can't think of like a really good conflict that would draw him in. Like I can't either. I know, like, you know what? Actually, here's my amendment to that. I would love to see him, or not really an amendment. I'd love to see him take out like a civilization, because you know he was always talking about how they like the League of Assassins or League of Shadows has always been around. And they've taken down like these civilizations. Like yeah, so there was I think one of the origin stories that I read was that he was imprisoned and he was like a doctor in this civilization somewhere in I think it was North Africa or something like that, and a child of a woman that he had healed earlier came and let him free. And so he ran back to his family who were like nomads and convinced them to come back with him and basically raise this whole city to the ground and destroy it. So that could at least be one of the things that he was talking about. Probably the first one, because I think that was before he discovered the Lazarus pits. I don't know what universe that was in though. So that might not coincide. Yeah, there's just so much left up in the air about exactly because they didn't really go into Razal Ghoul like yeah. In, I could see there the being conflict where like if he does take in Batman to try and train him and everything like a conflict between Batman and his son obviously who would want to be the next heir yeah. and he's just like no I want to I want to make Batman the like I, I want to train him to take over and no I I got it all right so you know when Talia and Bane got out of the pit and the they pit. joined the League of Shadows that could be it seeing him join because remember because Razo Ghul excommunicated him from the League of Shadows because he didn't like looking at his face. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking rude to Bane. So I could see that like he's like leading the League of the League of Shadows and then like Bane is like rising to the ranks but he's you know so vicious that he's like you gotta get out of here. And there's no way that Bane's just leaving. Like yeah. he's not just leaving Talia. So like in that in my mind, like that means that Razo Ghul had to beat him in a fight. Yep. Like, I could see that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, there we go. I was like trying really hard. I was like, how can I fit this into the canon that's already been established for the Christopher Nolan world? <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, we need more Razzle Cool. I, I definitely think so. Yeah, that is a good tag team pitch. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, that is one of the super villains that does get like shafted. Yeah, they always Razzle do the Ghoul. same thing. He's just like, hey, Batman, bro, join me. I don't want to join you. I'm going to make you join me. Well, I'm not really going to join you. I'm going to stab you. Well, I'm dead then. I guess that's it. Like, <laughs> Lazarus pit. Do it again. <laughs> like, I mean, there's just so much, especially with him, there's just so much history because he's been around for, you know, centuries. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, how can we not? And I mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I say that I feel like in the in the animated version of uh, Teen Titans vs. Justice League, he did say that the Lazarus pits came from Trigon. I'm like, whoa. I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, um, I feel like that's the only time that animated 
Razal Ghoul wasn't completely shafted. Yeah. From what from what I remember. Well, I mean, in the anime series is probably good, but yeah. I, I haven't seen as much of the band in the anime series that I liked. Um, yeah, no. Uh, Razal Ghoul's cool. Check him out. Uh, <laughs> you may not have noticed him because he's not like a really he's not like a very like ostentatious like not, flaunting it all over no, the place. He's really like he's really the guy that pulls the strings. <laughs> like, yep. Absolutely. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, so I guess just my pitch is left. Um, I have 15, so we're just going to go through them real quick. <laughs> oh. I'm kidding. I mean, line I do have, I, I could have 15. Like, do you have, that, the, do you have them so alphabetized? It's going to be 10 hours long, people. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle in. Read through the script for each one. Uh, no. Uh, my movie pitch is a little bit more complicated because it'd have to take place either it'd have to take place in an established world because to get all the pieces in place, it couldn't be like, it couldn't be something that you just do in flashbacks. They would try and it would be awful. But, (laughs) um, I mean, I was kind of torn between doing, cause I'm trying not to like go like super basic, but I'm just going to go super basic. Um, and I, I just, I really want to see, I mean, I want to see the this Batman universe get established. I want to see him get his Robins. I want to see everything that happens. And then I want to see a Batman Under the Red Hood movie. Ooh. Yeah. I know we already got the animated movie, and the animated movie is excellent. But I just think that there's so much more there. And you could do it so much more just in live action because, I mean, it, A, it will be longer. Because, you know, most of these animated movies they do are like 80 to 90 minutes. Yeah. They're um, very quick. Just a little backstory on Under the Red Hood, if you're not familiar. Um, <clears throat> so Batman, you know, he collects Robins. Like, you know, you collect Pokemon cards. A uh, <laughs> uh, little backstory on the comic. Um, his second Robin was named Jason Todd. And in the 80s, people weren't really down with Jason Todd because they liked Dick Grayson, and Jason Todd was kind of a dick. Um, so what DC did was they did a phone-in contest where if you call in, you can decide whether or not. So Jason Todd gets captured by Joker in uh, Europe. And Joker, that's where the crowbar comes in because Joker beats the shit out of him with the crowbar. Um, it's one of the worst things that Joker's ever done. And he leaves Jason Todd in this warehouse in this warehouse that's aligned with explosives and Batman's almost there. And so that's how they end the issue. And then they do the call-in voting and you can vote whether or not Jason Todd lives or dies. Wow. So they did this. They found out years later that someone used an auto dialer to oh, skew the results. Motherfucker. <laughs> That's awesome. It was pretty close, but this one guy really hated Jason Todd. <laughs> so he auto dialed a ton of times that Jason Todd should die. And so Jason Todd blew up in that warehouse. So, uh, yeah. So Jason Todd was dead. And he was dead for like a good 20 years. And around the, t- like, like in the early 2000s and they're like we need to bring back some dead sidekicks that's when bucky came back that's when jason todd came back <laughs> so it turns out that uh jason todd came back he was uh razo ghoul put him in the lazarus pit and brought him back so he's not 100 percent jason todd because when you come back you're a little bit more wild you know you're a little bit darker usually yeah. um so he brought him back and so i pop like batman is doing his thing and all of a sudden people start talking about red hood and Red Hood is this guy that is taking over the criminal underworld. And so he starts taking over drug operations, you know, organized crime, all this stuff. Um, and he gets into conflict with Black Mask and he does all these different things and he takes over the criminal underworld. And it turns out, um, that it turns out that's Jason Todd. Like Jason Todd is back and he feels that Batman failed him 
A, because he didn't save him from the warehouse, and B, because he didn't kill the Joker afterwards. Mm. That's what hurt the most to him, was that Joker is still alive. He's like, uh, I remember in the animated movie, um, Jensen Ackles did the voice of Red Hood, which was awesome. So <laughs> if you know anything about Supernatural. Uh, <laughs> but um, he's like, I understand, like, you couldn't save me. He's like, but I don't understand how he's alive. Because he had captured Joker, and he was like, I just don't get how Joker could still be alive. Like, he took you from me, like, or he took me away from you. Like, I was your son. Like, you know, I thought you cared about me. And the guy who blew me up and killed me is still alive. Like, how can you explain that? And then, you know, Batman does this one thing about once we start killing, we become like them kind of thing. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, and they get into this conflict, and it's kind of like, and ends up, you know, Joker doesn't get killed because, you know, it's comics. But (laughs) (laughs) um, And they end up in this huge conflict, and they don't end it as friends. You know, it's not like one of those where it's, you know, we start out fighting and then we can unite against a common enemy. Like, no, they're not friends. Like, Red Hood hates him. Like, he doesn't like him. Like, he thinks that he should have killed Joker. And so they kind of, that's kind of just how it, they end it. And eventually, you know, they become friendly and they, he becomes a part of the Bat family and all that kinds of things. But it's really like the ending isn't very happy. You know, and I think that's actually more important because you could have just wiped it away. You could have been like Red Hood was like, you know what? Like, all I really wanted was a hug from you, Papa. Like, (laughs) (laughs) but they decided like they're like, no, this guy is not like that. You know, he's an anti. He's more of an antihero than Batman is. This is a guy that believes that Batman's ideology is wrong. The defining thing about Batman. And so he decides that he's going to kill people like his gun, like his weapon of choice is guns. He kills criminals like he. My kind of man. <laughs> so he's a hero. Like he still wants to help people, but he believes that doing it the way Batman does it is wrong. So he usually ends up. He goes out and he kills the criminals. He doesn't. Oh, like, see, I thought he was like a like a gang leader, mob boss type. So person. he does that to destroy it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he tries to take over the crim- Like throughout that series, uh, he, t- he tries to take over the criminal underworld because he wants to destroy it. So he starts killing his competition. Um, because he believes the only like this is the best way, especially when you're someone brand new. Like Red Hood, like isn't something brand new. Um, and one of Joker's origin stories, <laughs> uh, he he dresses up as the Red Hood, um, which in that version, like it's a lot more comicy and campy. So he's like wearing like a tuxedo with like a cape and like this red like kind of like it. It's hard to explain. It's kind of like you remember like the glass container over the rose and beauty of the beast mm-hmm. like he has that on his head yeah, it's like a big <laughs> it's like a big <laughs> cylinder like in the batman under the red hood animated movie like you this see him, like mysterio you see him just like it is it is a lot like mysterio like, <laughs> yeah um so like i think it's even more impressive like more interesting that jason todd decides that he wants to be red hood and he's taking on the identity of joker like joker's original identity and joker's the one that killed him so it's kind of like it's it's a messed up situation. Like it's a dark movie. Like isn't the original stuff when he's Red Hood? Is it like actually a hood, or does he have kind of like that Deathstroke type mask? Thing he's a that... Deathstroke type mask okay. thing. Yeah, cool. it's more of like a motorcycle helmet kind of thing. Um, so they've done it variations of of it, but uh, it's mainly been like the motorcycle. He's just got like the motorcycle jacket. Like he's very like isn't ed- that kind of like how they edgy. did it in Gotham? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I think. I don't know. I just think that'd be a really great movie just to see in live action. I mean, there's just so much, so much emotional weight to it. Um, if you get a little bit of everything that makes Batman great, you get to see him faced with his ideology and why it might be wrong, and he has to defend that. Um, you get some Nightwing action, which is always great. You get a little bit more of a detective story because he's trying to figure out like who exactly is this Red Hood guy, and you kind of like see these like 
different crumbs that Red Hood leaves that he's Jason Todd. Um, things like when, like, I remember in the movie, like, um, <laughs> Batman almost, like, gets him with his battering. Like, he almost wraps it around his legs. And right before it goes taunt, he cuts it. And he's like, that's a move I teach people. Like, that's not something that people really know. Like, hmm. And so it's like these different crumbs that he has to figure out that this is Jason Todd. And you get a confrontation with Ra's al Ghul because he's like, what did you do? And he's like, I thought what Joker took from you was terrible. So I brought him back. And you're like kind of confronted because Ra's al Ghul is a bad guy. But he actually did like Batman a solid. But also he didn't do him a solid. So. Yeah. 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 I like that suspense mystery type. Yeah. All different kinds of movies for Batman would work, you know. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Batman Beyond, um, you know, Ooh, yeah, Batman, Batman recruiting, you know, Nightwing, like or as the original Robin. Um, yeah, no, uh, just one where uh, like the Batman family is already established, so he's got everybody, all the different back roles, everything like that. Um, I think would just be really awesome. It's just, I just, I really want to see an established Batman. I think that's what I crave the most from what we're getting in, mo- in live action movies because we don't get that. We just do this thing where we do a few. We may introduce some people that are close to him and then we just reboot it. We don't get this established. You know, he's got five different Robins. You know, he's got like 15 different people that are in this family, you know, that are helping him with Gotham and we don't get to see that because we just we're so obsessed with restarting over and over and over again. I think that's one thing I did like in BVS is that like he is the older Batman and he has like that suit from where Joker, like Robin's suit when Joker killed him. So like, even though we don't see it, it still kind of gives you that, that backstory versus like you're saying, like it's just, just Batman, like no other characters around him. My allergies are acting up now. Yeah. I just, I don't know. It's kind of with some characters, like, like the big thing for DC is legacy. And it just, I think that's where they fail in their live action movies. They don't, and their shows sometimes, they don't establish that legacy because a big thing for them has always been, you know, this mantle. Like, Marvel's kind of done it, but Marvel only did it when it really benefited them. Um, but like, DC has always been, I'm grooming this Robin to become me if I ever die. You know, well, Kid Flash is here because I may not be here any longer, so I'm teaching him. You know, they, Speedy's here because one day I may not be able to shoot arrows anymore. Like, it's always been about legacy, but we don't ever get to see that. And I get that we want to start out with the originals. We want to start out with that Barry Allen, that Bruce Wayne. But if you're starting a movie universe, you know, allow it to be in real time. Allow it to be because, I mean, you still get those same stories, but they get to be different people. And I mean, I know, like, I just think that's how DC should do it. They should do it more legacy driven. Yeah, I agree. I feel like they want to redo it because they're like, oh, well, technology has advanced a lot and we can make it look better, which is true. <laughs> but where would we be if all of the movie series did that as technology advanced? Like Star Wars, if they were like, no, we're not going to make one, two, and three. We're going to redo four, five, and six. They kind of did that. Stuff. But, mm. <laughs> eh, they didn't. They like remastered some of the stuff. They didn't go and remake the movie. Though. Oh, well, no. That's they did add some stuff that people hated though. Yes, that's, that's <laughs> I, was, true. I was just talking about four and seven being like, oh very, yeah, very, the very sequel similar. trilogy is very oh, yeah. similar. Yeah, that's um, fair. That's true. They did kind of do that. Yeah, <laughs> but I get I get what you mean. Like yeah. you're, you're like, why do we keep updating the same story when there's so many different stories out there to tell? Yeah, yeah. And they're getting further and further behind every time they remake one of the movies that they've basically already made. So yeah, and I mean, like that's one thing that the pre Christopher Nolan movies did so well is that we did get such a rich universe out of that. That's true. 
you know, because they had the four movies, so they were able to establish all these different things. That's how they were established. You know, they were able to establish Robin that, you know, we had so many different villains and not the same villain over and over again. And it's like, that's that's one of their strengths compared to the other Batman, you know, worlds that we've seen. So I agree. Like, imagine if that one had continued. That would have been 30 years worth of movies. I mean, let's not get into the nitty gritty about how good they are. Like, that's not, that's, I, like, that's not what we're talking about here. But like, just imagine like a 30 year span of Batman. Because right now we'd be at Batman Beyond. Like, cause, you know, cause because that's it's progressing. Yeah, yeah. Cause that's what we'd be at right now, just real time. Mm. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Never look a gift horse in the mouth. I mean, I know that's what they're what trying to do be. now with Michael yeah. Keaton coming back I, in Flashpoint. <laughs> yeah, I feel like <laughs> yeah. I feel like uh, this goes back to like I forget what I was talking about this, but um, I feel like the reason why they keep going back to like these same origin stories is because like that's the stories that people know, and that's like the quick like buck that they can get. Like that's the quick money that they can make out of these origin stories that people already know. And that's why they refuse to make like other stories, which sucks. And that's why I feel like animated DC is better than uh, live action DC right now. Just cause like you have all these different stories, but, um, like Marvel did that pretty well with Spider-Man because everybody knew about Spider-Man. So they just immediately kicked it off. They're like, we're not going to kill uncle Ben this time. You guys already know. He's already dead. <laughs> but yeah. I mean like you got to think about like the Avengers, like, I mean, that was a B team back in the day. You know, people didn't really know the Avengers before they started doing the movies. Iron Man, Captain America, I mean, maybe Captain America, but that's just because he's America. Like, yeah. But like Iron Man and all of them, like they weren't like well known. Like I've read a lot of articles about how like in comics, like hierarchy, like they were not high tier. Mm -hmm. And so seeing like Marvel take those characters and put them in and like they took risks on that and it paid off. So I think not redoing the same thing over and over again could pay off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely it did pay off for them. Um, so, yeah, that's like a hot topic issue. I feel like for me, DC Comics and animated movies are better than Marvel. That's just my opinion. Just because I feel like the gritty and like the darkness of DC is like what I'm going to point back to Dark Knight's Metal. That, that, was freaking, <laughs> that was fucking insane. And there's no way Marvel can do that. There's just no way, in my opinion. But... Live action wise, Marvel has definitely done like a really good job of like, because not many people knew who Iron Man was. Like whenever Iron Man first came out, um, people were like, how the heck is this going to work? Like, yeah, this is like a good like one off movie of a, of a superhero that not many people know of. Um, and then it turned out to be amazing. And then, um, but yeah, Marvel's definitely got like a good foothold in, in the live action world. And DC has like very good foothold and animated. That's always been my opinion because like DC, DC um, animated movies are just like pristine in my opinion. <laughs> They're usually pretty well done. Yeah. Um, yeah. And hopefully DC is realizing they don't need to be Marvel in the yeah, live action. Hopefully. Hopefully. But it's going to take a few years to figure that out. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, wow. Freaking, <laughs> that was all over the place. Uh, as you can tell, we're, some of us are really passionate about the comics. So. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, superheroes and whatnot. Nerd. <laughs> yeah, I would say that. Um, that is what we're that we're titled in this. So <laughs> I was gonna say there are a couple nerds here. It's fine. Yeah, only a couple. You know, freaking Derek and Jay Fred always go out and beat us up outside after the after the show. They take our lunch yeah. money. That's true. And then they go and play football and you know ride around their in their varsity we, jackets. We go and we sport. <laughs> <laughs> we do sports. 
throwing the sports ball, throwing the pig skin as they we say. We love sports and we don't care. Who knows? Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> if anybody gets that, I love you. <laughs> it's gonna be really awkward now if I get messages and it's just like, so Jafer loves me now. So <laughs> I'm gonna pass him my, can my you, number. Yeah, you can <laughs> pass a message along to Jafer for me at Jafer. Uh, I looked him up online. I'm liking what I see. <laughs> Then I love them even more. <laughs> From Steven. <laughs> From Steven. <laughs> I mean, you know, I haven't tried that, but <laughs> I'm open. It's fine. <laughs> it's, a, it's a new dawn. A new Steven, dawn. Huh? <laughs> Strange name for a woman, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> he like shows up to the restaurant. Hey, are you Jay Fred? Oh, yeah. Who are you? I'm Steven. Oh, like you're the one that's. Like, here for Steven? Like, I'm also here for Steven. That's weird. <laughs> it's like I'm Steven Suber, and then, like, Steven comes as a big fucking burly man. <laughs> Pimping J. Fred out. That's what we're doing here. <laughs> so, if we've got any bidders. <laughs> you know what? I'll take one for the team. If you guys really Thanks want J. it, we'll implement a Patreon tier where you can take these guys out to dinner. <laughs> Give a kiss to J. Fred. <laughs> I mean, free food is free food. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm a picky eater, so. <laughs> but if you get to pick the place. It's free food. Well, I mean, if I get to pick the place, then. <laughs> then free I, food is free I mean, food. honestly, it's probably just going to end up being Wingstop or something. I, <laughs> I love Wingstop. <laughs> I mean, this is a tier where they get to date you, so it's got to be pretty high. So they're packing some money, so they'll probably take you out to a fancy place. Oh, we're talking sugar mama status. Okay. <laughs> yes, sugar mama <laughs> sugar daddy whatever like, you know food is food I can, gotta be eye candy, I, can, you know? I can be bought it's fine <laughs> food is food <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> so, so, so wait about? do I get to buy me like a brand new Corvette Stingray because I'll do a lot for that oh my god oh jeez we're man. setting up terms now so <laughs> well you got me going on this tangent and now I'm thinking about it so Please be there for the first ever Nerd of All Trades auction. <laughs> so like, now I'm thinking, God, I need to start putting myself online for things. And then I start thinking, but what am I actually worth? And then I get depressed. Oh, no, my mind goes into, isn't this illegal? And I'm probably going to get arrested now. Oh, yeah, let's be honest. Look at me. I'm that. not lasting in jail, dude. We all know that ain't happening. You'll have a different daddy there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be holding on to a lot of pockets, unfortunately. This was just a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> this went from having tears about buying dates to auctioning, auctioning them off to uh, being depressed about how much am I really worth to going to prison and being someone's bitch. <laughs> <laughs> to prison wives. <laughs> it's like a dark turn. Hey, but it shows we're all self-aware, okay? <laughs> True. <laughs> exactly. If that's what this is about. It's a dark turn. <laughs> Like good so, good uh, next segment, to, right? Good time to plug some certain hotlines. <laughs> <laughs> no, we aren't morbidly depressed over here. <laughs> well, I mean, speak for yourself. <laughs> but I mean, let's fake it for another hour. Let's do that. Right? Oh God, <laughs> it comes in waves. It comes in waves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, who wants to hear about the favorite movies? Maybe that'll. <laughs> <be one. laughs> let's hear it. All right. Um. Okay, wait. So, Juan, what's your favorite? What's my favorite? Yeah. Um, I guess in Batman terms. Yes, in the Batman movies that we are talking about. <laughs> Please choose your favorite Batman in the movie. Batverse. <laughs> yeah, Nolan. Like, yeah, oh, ba- Nolan Batverse definitely. Um, because that's the one that I got introduced to is uh, Nolan's Batman. 
Well, you were like three when the last one before that came out. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, fair. <laughs> Anyways, you don't know my life. Actually, you know what? You may not have been alive. You weren't alive, yeah. I was for which one? Yeah. Uh, for Batman and Robin, because that was 97. Oh, like, but, yeah, before yeah, yeah. That, was uh, yeah. that was 97. That wasn't a thought yet. Yeah. Um, Your parents were enjoying their lives. <laughs> Man, I was already like 30 by that time. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Nice little change reversal. Jayford actually found the Lazarus pits. <laughs> Jayford is Razagul. <laughs> you know what? You know how much those things are worth? <laughs> Jayford is actually 600 years old. <laughs> um, I can yeah, either no confirm nor deny. So you're bald by choice. <laughs> <laughs> you did, low blow. You did say the Lazarus fits reverse. He stole the age thing, so I had to go to a different route. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, I did this God. to myself. <laughs> I mean, he does. Yes, is he it does. what I was wearing? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. <laughs> so, what's your favorite Batman movie? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Nolan verse the, those those Batman movies. Are, doing the whole trilogy, the whole trilogy. Yeah, the whole trilogy right. was pretty good. I liked it. Leaves um, me room to Bane, talk about Dark Knight. Actually, no. The, <laughs> right. the, the Bane one was where it kind of steered off a little bit. I don't know. The Bane one. You didn't like the one with Bane. Dark Knight Batman Rises? and Robin. Hmm? Batman and Robin or Dark Knight Rises? Oh shit! I'm talking about the wrong one. Hold on, I'm talking about Rises. I, I, I messed myself up Batman because we were talking about Nolan. Yeah, that one was uh, terrible. Gas mask. Oh, yeah, right. the one with gas. Feeling, the one with gas mask. Are you gonna go on a Bane rant? Is that what we're about? To no. Do? Well, actually, yes, exactly. What I don't like about Bane <laughs> is that they keep changing his ethnicity multiple times. Sometimes he's Mexican. Sometimes he's another form of like Latino. And freaking in that Batman, he's like Middle Eastern. And then sometimes he's sure. white. Like, he's play, I'm playing by a white guy. Yeah. He's something. But, he's something. And I don't know. I feel like Bane isn't very grounded. He's another one of the Batman supervillains that's kind of shafted a lot. Because sometimes he's like really big. And then sometimes he's just always big. And then whenever the Venom gets out, he's really skinny. But can we agree that in the movie, we are glad he wasn't wearing the luchador mask? Yes. I actually love the Luchador. Oh my speak, God. Speak well, you're wrong. Speak for your motherfucking self. No, I prefer gas mask. Actually, no, man. yeah, I, I really did like the gas mask. The I gas mean, mask's pretty cool. I did, but I really appreciate the Luchador mask, too. The Luchador mask yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Especially whenever but he's like Hispanic. Kind of comes on the ethnicity thing. Yeah. Yeah, so, the like, ethnicity thing. Whenever he has yeah, a Luchador Yeah, if he was a Latin one, I mean, that would be He's normally from like a Hispanic island. So I'll like, say Tom Hardy coming out, and it might be a little different. Yeah. But yeah, the gas mask is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, on that certain trilogy, um, those are really cool. Um, they did also veer off whenever it was the the Bane one. Um, it did have some good story, but it and it left room for the imagination because it ended on a cliffhanger with like the police officer. I forgot what his name. I, I forgot which Robin they Jonathan went with. Blake. Yeah, whose nickname or whose or no no sorry his first name is Robin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his first Jonathan name is Robin. Blake. Exactly, and it, it left like a lot to the imagination, and they just fucking which was dumb. Ended that whole I liked series. It. They just I just I that hated that he was like I hated that his name was actually Robin. <laughs> That's fair. That's what like I love. I think it's just because it's that little nod to it. Yeah, how, how else are they going to do it? it? Like they they never did they ever actually meet each other? Like yeah. did they ever? Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. Man, Remember, just go. He like tells him like go like what evacuate the rest of the city yeah. and like help people. Like and he's the one that goes and convinces Bruce That's Wayne right. to become Batman again. He's That's like, right. Yeah. Hey, I figured it out at the orphanage. You looked real sad, so you must be Batman, bro. That's right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sound logic there. <laughs> no, I was reading this thing and it was like ranting about it, and it was like this guy figured out that he was Batman because he was at the like he visited the him at the orphanage and it was something about his eyes, and he's like, and yet Jim Gordon couldn't fucking figure. 
figured out. <laughs> I was like, how many times he meets with him? Like, I was like, well, when you put it like that, like I was like, it does sound really like uh, dumb. Like, yeah, that's why I said it kind of like veered off a little bit more in the third one. But it definitely left a lot for the imagination for what was to come, and then they just completely ended the whole series. Hell yeah! So well, you know, Christopher Nolan was adamant about never having Robin in the series. <laughs> So this was the only way they can make it happen. <laughs> Give a little yeah. nod to it, but not do it. Yeah. You're not, you're not they didn't do him justice. Yeah. yeah. But no, I would have totally been down for a Joseph Gordon-Levitt um, movie after that of him being like, probably, I guess, probably Nightwing because he's old. Yeah, like, a lot. Like, yeah. Like, not, not, not the Boy Wonder skip, little guy skip anymore. Robin, but skip Robin goes straight to Nightwing. Yeah. Because I, I would have loved to see, I mean, just like, you know, when he went to the Batcave and stuff, like seeing like the Nightwing suit pop up. Mm-hmm. I know in that one, he probably would have just been batman again but like like i, I just i love nightwing so i would just love to see that yeah but i did yeah. i did enjoy him and i like the idea of him becoming a you know batman's legacy later mm-hmm. on i forget in the first one of that trilogy was he against scarecrow scarecrow yeah yeah that was yeah scarecrow so. was the minor villain yeah and turned out there was <laughs> the a guy pulling his strings guy. <laughs> yeah yeah i really enjoyed that trilogy just because that's how i got introduced to batman um, yeah, I, mean, I forgot about Scarecrow on that. That was a good one too because I like Scarecrow. He was in. Yeah. What's crazy is like what I kind of appreciated about that was that he was in all three movies, but you don't really think about it. He was, <laughs> yeah, because he was at the beginning of Dark Knight when uh, all those impersonators tried to stop uh, the the drug sale with that one dude mm, okay. that was like Russian. Yeah, I think I remember Rottweilers. That like that was Scarecrow was in that, and then in R- Dark Knight Rises, when you see the court, he's the judge of the court. He's not wearing the mask, but it is the guy that played Jonathan Crane, like leading the court. Ooh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, and he has like hay like on him. I think which is supposed to be like an homage to him being Scarecrow, but he doesn't wear the mask. Is it just like a the act same actor, or is it actually it's supposed to be Jonathan Crane? It's supposed to be him. Like, oh, he yeah, it is the same actor who's playing him. Yeah. How the fuck did that happen? Didn't he stop him in the first movie? <laughs> he did, but he didn't like kill him. Batman doesn't. Okay, he what kind of prison thing. system they got here? Like, how do these guys keep getting out? Like, they just like well, leave the door open. It's run by corrupt people. Duh. I guess. Yeah, did you not know that Gotham's corrupt? Okay, now? but do it. Do it. Flash did and build your own prison at that point. Like, I mean, yeah, no. Like, yeah. just take them to the Bat Cave and put them somewhere there to rot. Like, yeah, no. Everybody knows Arkham Asylum's a revolving door. Like, yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> Is that where most of them are sent to, too? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, it's so really criminally even, insane. Like, I was like, none not of even just in an actual <laughs> prison. I'm just going to put them in an insane asylum. Yeah. Well, in one of the Batman games, they actually showed the, uh, the, the blimp prison. I forget what it is. But it's not Arkham. It's another prison that's like a blimp. And Killer Croc gets out and fucking kills everybody anyways. Killer Croc gets out of a flying prison. Exactly. That's what I don't get. It's a flying prison. Tyler's like, I've played all these games. I was like, it's, wait, it, it's Arkham... City, I think. I think those, it's our. Those weren't prisons, though. That was, was the police force. Was the police force? Yeah, the police it was the police force. Was the blimp, and then Scarecrow took it over, and that's how he released his fear oh, gas. I mean, they might have the like a, they might have like a holding. Yeah, they probably have like a holding or something. <laughs> yeah, but like that was like a that was a nod to Batman the animated series, where for some reason Gotham City PD had blimps. <laughs> <laughs> that's a high budget. <laughs> they're still not getting any results. Also, it seems very ineffective. I mean, a blimp of all. <laughs> possible aerial vehicles you could have that's yeah, like the worst they just attach those little like odst drop pods yeah. in it and just <laughs> shoot, just shoot their forces down to the ground exactly. i think it was like a steampunk influence kind of thing um and everybody said that batman has never been a successful in live action because we haven't gotten those blimps <laughs> oh my god that's why that's exactly why i'd really disagree with that but, <laughs> blimps. but yeah no it's it's wacky i don't know I mean, Gotham. How effective is Gotham PD in general in that world? So, like, 
when you're being Fair. attacked by someone who's got croc DNA. Like, that's geez. true. So with that one, I understand. But like, I get some of the other villains. It's like, really though? I mean, okay. Riddles are hard. All right, <laughs> right. Riddles, like, riddles are very <laughs> scary. You got you got a mob boss. It's like, I mean, well, I get that taking down a mob could be hard. It's not impossible if you have a big enough police force. Now, I mean, like, yeah, someone that's like an actual monster. Well, I'm like, oh. Stay yeah. out of that one. You know what? I would love to see a like workplace comedy of Gotham PD where they <laughs> always get so close to having a case for like and then uh, Batman swoops in. And then Batman comes in and just beats them up and like arrests them. And they're like, six years of my life. I spent six years trying to catch Joker. And he comes in and he just smacks him across a rooftop. And apparently that's due process because now he's in fucking jail. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'd be pretty pissed about that. I would be too. Like, and honestly, if you're thinking about it in that way, there have got to be so many teams of people that are working on each of these. Because if you're working on that single case for six years, there's got to be other people working on other cases <laughs> just by itself. That's how many people is he pissing off by doing this? <laughs> like you just like see them and they're like, like the guy with the Joker, and he just hears about something else Joker did. He's like, "Are you fucking kidding me? I already have four rooms of files, and now I have to make another fucking file because he fucking just used Joker gas on the mayor." Like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fun bureaucracy side of Gotham, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the behind the scenes, behind the scenes, yeah. Fucking Gordon's up there, like, oh, turn on the light. Yeah, Batman stopped them. And the downstairs, like, on the, in the basement, this guy's just like, Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, he's going to become the next villain just because <laughs> Batman keeps taking his shit. I wonder if there is a villain that comes from the Gotham PD just because he's so fucking tired of it. He's like, I'm just going to. The pig, right? <gasps> is it pig? No. He wasn't no. a cop. No. He was just cop Professor killer. Pig. Yeah, it was just okay. a cop killer. I can't think of someone who was a. Mm, Why haven't they done I that feel yet? like there probably is cop one. Turn bad. But, like, they're usually not, like, major bad. They're usually just mm. minor bad. Like, the only, like, I'm trying to think, like, no. Well, the closest comparison I can think of is Harvey Dent. Like, and he's the Harvey DA. Dent. Like, yeah. Is there like, ever any storyline where, like, Jim Gordon went bad? Not that I'm like aware a villain of, or no. something? No. There's a storyline where Jim Gordon became Batman. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he had a, uh, it was like, right Gary after. Gary Oldman does it. I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> it like, first. Like uh, in the series that Scott Snyder did um, in the comics, like Batman ends up dying in a final confrontation with Joker. He didn't really die in his comics. But, um, <laughs> so uh, like this uh, corporation bankrolls a new Batman and it's, jo- it's Jim Gordon and he has his partner is his mech suit. And he has like a mech suit that has like it looks like it's got rabbit ears. So people made fun of that. Um, <laughs> but like so like it's like him and like he's like Batman and he has like this like mech suit that he can use. It's not like a like a really like, like cumbersome the BBS one suit no no, no. it's okay. it's like, <laughs> like that makes it like it can like run by itself is it like um, have you seen space force yes when they're doing <laughs> the like paintball wars or whatever it was uh, and they each have the different quite. suits or is so it's it more of like an augmented suit right that, so is it like an exoskeleton suit kind of like what's his name christian bale has to wear it's, it's more like, like a gundam oh, oh okay yeah okay <laughs> so an actual mech yeah yeah gotcha. It's not like a huge one. So now he's a transformer. Is, Got it. Like, and it does look really cool. And like, I did enjoy the storyline, but people made fun of it a lot. <laughs> what the yeah. hell is that? Yeah, just go and look it up. I just showed them. Oh, this oh is Harvey Dent Batman, isn't it? Yeah. No, I don't like the. I don't like Batman. the blue. I mean, Jim Gordon yeah. Batman. Yeah, the blue is an odd choice. Like, it's not stealthy. 
He's not meant to be stealthy. Uh, I mean, I guess with the, two, with the two big missile launchers yeah. on his shoulders, looking like so Blastoise like, over here. So like he'd like True. leave the suit and do Batman stuff, but the suit would be there to like take a like take him down and stuff. Does it at least do anything cool like Iron Man's where it can like shrink up and he can carry it around? Or I don't believe so. <laughs> no, it's big and. Bulky. I haven't read the full series, but if I were like, back back when they wrote this, nanotech was not a thing. <laughs> I mean, they wrote this like six years ago. So. Never mind. So they're just <laughs> yeah. Not it's, being it's a convenient. relatively recent run. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Cool. Yeah. Wow. More tangents than usual on this one. <laughs> so actually, Tyler, on your little notion of like Gotham PD, there is actually a comic book series called Gotham Central. He said that. He wasn't he? here for that. Oh, I wasn't here yeah. for that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Before, I was like, Tyler no, mentioned that. <laughs> before the episode, we talked about how they were, you guys doing, the Gotham, about Gotham? They, how they were doing the Gotham PD before, mm-hmm. like in, on HBO Max, that's supposed to take place before our Pattinson's Batman movie. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, and we're yeah. talking about how Gotham Central should have been <gasps> oh. because like we don't need another Gotham show, like, no. we, but do one where Batman already exists and you kind of yeah. see how they have to, how do they do law enforcement in a world where there's super villains of Batman? Like, That'd be pretty cool. So, yeah. Gotham Central. Yeah, they could do that, but no. Instead, we're just going to get another prelude to showing how Gotham <laughs> became corrupt, and it's like, oh man, humans being humans—they're evil. Like, well, I think we've established that, that with ha- Batman movies, they like to rehash the same time frame. So that's a good point. Yeah, and you know what? This is a lovely segue into Derek's favorite thing. <laughs> so I'll, uh, I'm, I'm going to take a break from the movies. Um, since someone else here. Has the same one. Uh, my favorite, probably Batman iteration, is the TV show that was on Fox um, that ended, I think, a year or two ago. Uh, Gotham. Um, I thought they did a fantastic job. It's it's about Batman, but it's not. I mean, it more revolves around Jim Gordon. But we do see a young Bruce Wayne and like the years leading up to him becoming Batman. And with this, like, it's literally just almost all origin stories. Um, so you get to see how every villain rises up, like the Penguin starts off as you know just like this little hench person and this gang like to fish mooney and then like how he rises up and becomes the kingpin that he is you get to see um actually they do do this cool thing where like throughout the show there's several different suspects of who's going to be become joker um you don't you end up finding out like in the final two seasons like who he actually maybe it's three i don't know you do end up finding out who becomes joker and how he becomes joker but and they also did like a very they did very interesting takes on some of the characters like with Joker, um, and I thought the actor that played him did a fantastic job like showing that kind of insane side and then also that kind of calm and meticul- meticulous and methodical side to him. Um, for those of you who haven't watched, like I won't spoil it for you, but um, I will say some BS that they were like absolutely when they because they first introduced the guy that's like Joker in the first season, mm-hmm. and they're like, I promise you guys, this guy isn't Joker. He just inspires Joker, and then it turns <clears> out <throat> that his tw- like his twin was supposed to be Joker, and it's just like well, it's he like he pulls a fast one on us, <laughs> like yeah, well yeah, like he he he's supposed to be, and then all of a sudden it turns out, then he becomes like the, the leader of the maniacs. Then he actually becomes the Joker, but then he dies. But he kind of sets a trap that causes his twin brother to become the Joker. So there's like two different Jokers that you see, a, a maniacal crazy one, and then one that's like super calm, like like kind of like a criminal mastermind and like doesn't really use over violence and stuff. He just has like smart plans that I guess still cause violence, but I mean. But they pulled a fast one on us. That's all I'm saying. And then seeing like Ed Nigma, the mortician, like researcher, or whatever you call those people, um, that look at the dead bodies for, cra- for crimes and stuff like but a coroner coroner there you go. <laughs> he becomes like going from that to becoming like snapping and becoming insane and almost having like two personalities and becoming the riddler um 
So overall, like I, th- I thought just seeing all the different origin stories, because I don't read the comics, I don't know a lot of the backstories for a lot of the characters, um, and just seeing them play that out in live action, and then how Batman became Batman. Um, which over the show, it's nice because kind of start off hating the kid that plays Batman. He's kind of annoying. Absolutely. And then like <laughs> over time, he gets better. I mean, he's still kind of annoying like the whole time. Although but he gets a lot better. <laughs> you're just like, how do you get in these situations? You're 13. Like. Yeah, like like kid, just first of all, be a, don't be stupid. Like be be a kid. Like don't go thinking you're the cops now. But um, I am the police. <laughs> and then like seeing like again the relationship the between law. him and Catwoman when they were kids. That was really and just cool. n- yeah. knowing how it kind of grows. I didn't up even know that happened. Escalates yeah. into Catwoman's um, there at the beginning. So, yeah, she's been in it from the very beginning. Yeah. They did. Gotham did a lot of good things. I know that it wasn't always like a really good show, but like they did a lot of cool things a with good it. Show. Don't listen to it. I mean, like I'm not. That's not what I meant. Like <laughs> I'm just saying, there's there's elements of it that people always didn't like. Yeah, I do appreciate because like in the beginning, I understand people's concerns because it was like this is really like generic garbage. But they kind of started leaning into their themes with it. Mm-hmm. Kind of got a little zanier with it. Like they were like, we just need to like not just be like really lame and like dark and stuff like let's just be like kind of wild and there was like they like showed like different like stuff and you're just like wow like you don't see things like that and like for me it was just you get to see literally like a ton of the villains like even the minor ones like firefly which i never knew was a thing um mad hatter mad hatter uh i I mean i knew frost i knew kill or not killer frost uh mr frost Freeze, Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Yeah. There you go, that guy. Victor Mr. Frost. Frost is her father. <laughs> Victor Frost, right? Or Freeze? Victor no, no. Freeze. Freeze. Yeah. It is Freeze. It's oh, yeah. It's spelled F R I E S, and they sometimes pronounce it as Freeze, but they also oh, like okay. it's supposed to be Freeze. Um, <laughs> but like even seeing like his appearance in it was was cool. So like just being able to see like all of the villains kind of rise up to their roles. Oh yeah, I forgot we would about never him too. see Azrael if it wasn't for Gotham. Like, yeah, like I did not even know who that was until like I was watching. I was like, okay, that's fine. That's cool. Cool dude. He had an interesting little arc, but... Care to elaborate on who Azrael is? Yeah, so pretty much like uh, in the 90s when Batman got broken by uh, Bane for the first time, Mm. uh, he went to go recuperate because you can just come back from that kind of stuff. And um, he put Azrael in charge, and Azrael was someone who was uh, brainwashed by the Order of St. Dumas, and he was pretty much like created as like this vengeful angel type person. Mm. And so he, Batman makes him a Batman figure. And so, um, he ends up going just crazy, uh, and starts killing people and doing stuff. Batman's not supposed to do. So when Batman comes back and he's healed, he has to fight him and he takes him down. And then he comes back later as Azrael, um, who's like an avenging angel. So he changes his name because he wasn't like the, he was kind of fighting the brainwashing, but then when he was Azrael, like the brainwashing really took hold. And so he thinks that he's like this angel, like this guardian angel is supposed to like smite people in Gotham. Mm -hmm. Um, so we got to actually see that in Gotham. Um, and there's just like a lot of villains that you would never see if it wasn't for Gotham because they're, they're never going to make live action. No. Yeah. I mean, they could, if someone was bold enough, but they're never <laughs> going to be bold enough for that. There's always going to be the Joker, the Catwoman, the, you know, the penguin Riddler. For me, the only one that I think like, for me, like I said, like I loved the show. I thought it was well done. I think the only part that for me was just, instead of having Harley, they just kept her as echo. Yeah. They never really introduced Harley into the whole story. Mm-hmm. Like throughout the show, you're like, who's going to become Harley. Obviously it could be this one could be this one. And then it's like, well, there's another character that's just like Harley, but it's not Harley. Yeah. She's Joker's henchwoman. She's in love with Joker. She and is she's that insane. shit insane. Yeah. But and even she, wears like almost like a little Harley Quinn outfit, kind of. And they were like, you know what, though? She's Echo. She's just insane. Just deal with it. She's nobody. And you're like, but she's supposed to. How I could mean, you not be like? 
I liked her better than Harley, but you shut your whore mouth. <laughs> Say such blasphemy here. How dare you? <laughs> you know who you don't see a lot of? The ten eyed man. <laughs> they they made a reference to him in uh, uh Suicide Poor Squad How to Pay. And they're Two like seconds of man bat. <laughs> Two seconds off. of man. Still pissed off about that. Got to see a great iteration of Z- Victor Zaz. Wow. Oh, that was yeah. true. Zaz was really yeah. cool. No, but yeah, but they made a reference to him in um, Suicide Squad Hell to Pay. They're like, they were injecting the bombs in, into the back of their heads, and they're like, man, this even knocked out the Ten Eyed Man. And I think Captain Boomerang was like, who? And then the doctor was like, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. And I'm not going to elaborate who the Ten Eyed Man is. You can look it up. Dude, you may see him in the Suicide Squad movie that's coming out. Maybe. Actually, yeah, another one? Cool. Yeah, James Gunn is making one. Oh, but it's not like a continuation. Cool. So. It's complicated because they have the same person who played Harley in it and the same person. Margot played, Robbie. Yeah. Just fucking tired of her. The same person who did uh, Captain Boomerang, Jai Courtney. Uh, they're I mean, like they're both in it, but it's also like the, the whole new cast outside of that. So it's, they're not, they haven't really given us much information to tell us if it's the sequel or if it's like it's a reboot, but they actually kept the same people. It's, mm. yeah. But what's cool about this one is instead of just having like the five or six people, they're having like 20 people. Oh, so that way you'll never know who really, I mean, you'll know who won't die because they're the, you know, people we know, but like, yeah. <laughs> but like they have like all these like random people, like Nathan Fillion's in it and Ugh. he's got like, well, they're, they're friends. So calm down. <laughs> <laughs> like, and like from what it sounds like it's, uh, he's this guy, I can't remember his name exactly, but pretty much like his, his ability is he can take off his arms to beat people with them. Sounds like SpongeBob. Too. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, kind of what that looks like but yeah like they i think they're gonna get kind of zany with it because of james gunn so we may see something like ten-eyed man ten-eyed theoretically man. couldn't he only pull off one arm because then you have to have the other arm to swing the arm unless you're unless like he bites it unless someone else comes and just takes someone he, uses <laughs> <them as> well. <laughs> he just sits there with no arms like let me know when i come back like, someone comes at him he just starts biting him like <laughs> He's like, wait, you can't hit me. I don't have my arms. This isn't a fair fight. Like, do they grow back if one doesn't come back, or is, is it just those two? I'm gonna be honest. I don't know question. anything about him other than like his name is like Arms Fall Off Man. Like, <laughs> God, that's that's worse than that fucking elongated man that I hate. Oh, dare you, you ever seen Doctor Horrible sing along? Yes, bug? yeah. Captain Hammer. <laughs> arms fall. Arm fall off, boy. That's his name. Arm fall off, yeah. boy. That's. That's, that's I wonder how, what his power is. That's how James Gunn became friends with Nathan Fillion. Oh, really? The, yeah, Dr. Horry Blaze. That makes sense. <laughs> oh, man, they'll make anything a superpower. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it was during the period of, like, where you weren't allowed to have violence in comic books, and they just came out with all these, like, zany characters. Yeah. That's why Kite Man exists, Silver Age. Yeah, so yeah. Is, that's where Kite Man comes from, and Condiment Man, which is Condiment not, King is awesome. Oh, Condiment King. Condiment <laughs> King. And they show him in fucking Batman Brave and the Bold. He just fucking... Th- I forget how he takes him out, but he explodes his like, condiment backpack, and he's just full of like ketchup and mustard. Yeah, if we get too into the weeds with it, the, the, they get mm. real dumb. Like, it's really good. It gets, <laughs> they left it some of these out. I mean, those are, <laughs> those are the... Yeah, those are two of the low points. Okay. Yeah. All right. Low just points, wanted to clarify. It doesn't like, get If that was the that, middle like, of the road, then I don't know that I want to see the lower end. Did Gotham have Scarecrow? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I yeah, remember. Yeah, it had crow, didn't it? Yeah, because because uh, remember his dad was the one that made oh, made the virus, that. and then he used it on him. And they were he, trying to hunt the Joker. His <laughs> and game he was, was terrified there. of Scarecrow in his farm, and that's what gave him the idea. Because like his dad Scarecrow. dosed him, and he was like flipping the fuck out. Yeah, and no, I remember all that now. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's been a while since I've watched it. Yeah. but it's all on Netflix. So you have to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Plugging <laughs> it in there. Thank me later. 
All right. <laughs> I mean, if they're not paying, then I feel like we should also plug Hulu for something. But you know, Hulu Gotham, Batman stuff. Well, we got to plug Go- HBO Max. Gotham was Universe. on Hulu. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I, okay. I, I, might not be I just anymore, don't want to give was. Netflix an exclusive if they're not paying for it. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, HBO Max and DC Universe. You'll get a lot more Man. other Batman content. <laughs> I don't think we should plug HBO Max. They're taking out such good DC movies out of there. Because I was, I was like watching. I told you I was like watching all the animated Justice League movies. They took out Justice League Dark. There, they took out um, Batman Bad Blood, and they took out another one that I can't remember. Son of Batman they took out, and another one that I can't remember. I don't really want to watch those, because those those are like, the, especially Justice League Dark, where it's like Batman with like the magic side of the Justice League. That's pretty good. Just as an aside, I do own the 10 years of DC Animated I was about, I was about to say, just <laughs> so you're aware, there are things, I know DVDs are getting a little outdated now, but they're still a thing. I want to seem old. He's like, what are those? That's so cool. I so just, retro. I was over there recording them. You guys them are on. so old. DVDs. I, I was just over there recording them on my tapes. VHS. <laughs> what? You had to rewind wanna, them? I don't want to put something. Yeah, they actually sold wide. whole machines that you put the tape in just to rewind it. Dude, my family still had a VHS uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, box for a while. And we never had like the issue where like the VHS like messes up and starts shooting everything out. Yeah. That never happened. I think that only happens in movies. I feel like <laughs> yeah, it only happens in movies. Happen. What about cassette players? Did that young J Fred? Did that happen? <laughs> the cassette um, players where you like try to rewind it. That one. Rare occasions, but yeah. But yes. Yes. Was I know, I know like a lot of organ was, jokes, but that one is more. <laughs> yeah. So what I think happened with cassette tapes and maybe happened sometimes with VHS when people are being stupid is if you were like fast forwarding it and then tried to go directly to rewinding, then there's a tape that's intention. So if you're speeding forward and then you stop it and speed it the other way, then it kind of like has mm. slack and bunches up and, and that could potentially get caught and causes issues. That's so, how you destroy evidence. Like imagine if you're yes. going on the highway 60 miles an hour and then just, just throw like, it in reverse <laughs> immediately. Congratulations. Your car also don't do that. And keeps going. Flies through your car and crushes you. I mean, most cars now have a little mechanism that keeps yeah. you from doing that. Mm. But but yeah, if you Theoretically. could. If you broke that and then tried it. Oh, look, the engineer showed up. <laughs> really, really I hate car- you so much. Really carbon dating J Fred over here. Yeah, we had to give him his Actually, that's here. not carbon dating. You would have to measure the carbon. Oh, I know what carbon dating is. <laughs> Doubling down on it. All right. I mean, I, I I'm only, going home. <laughs> I did introduce myself hey, as Mom, the engineer this I time. Here. Can you pick me up? <laughs> I'm going home. How much time we at right now? Let's get let's end right here. <laughs> All right. Uh, old man, what's your favorite Batman movie? <laughs> well, so I have two that I'm between. I'm pretty sure one of them is yours. So I was thinking you would go first so I don't say anything that you're going to say. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so my favorite movie is um, definitely going to be The Dark Knight. Woo woo. <laughs> Whoa, who could have guessed? I know. It's really shocking that the greatest Batman movie ever made is the one that's my favorite. By a lot of different <laughs> metrics, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I think it made more than Dark Knight Rises. Someone even died in the making of it. Pretty sure after, it did. Did it? After did it? it? No. You're after after of, it. You're thinking of The Crow. Right. <laughs> no, you're thinking of The Crow on that one. <laughs> well, I was just talking about Heath Ledger, but... Oh, uh, <laughs> Brandon Lee, the guy that's the son of Bruce Lee. Oh, uh, during the making of The Crow, he actually died in a stunt accident. Yeah, yeah. Um, like the like prop gun was replaced with a real one or something. Or something it went like that, off yeah. or something like that. There's a lot of work in theories. Yeah. It was the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, no. elaborate more on For Dark real? Knight. <laughs> but about the Dark Knight, that is not related to the Crow. No. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just such a masterclass. And to me, the greatest Batman stories ever told are the ones that have Joker. 
It's just there's no way of getting around it. He has great stories with other people, but the dichotomy of order and chaos is always going to be the main selling point. There's always going to be, like Joker says, whenever there's an immovable object, there's always you know unstoppable force, and that's just that's just how it is with Batman and Joker. And Heath Ledger's portrayal was amazing. Um, I mean, the multiple choice origin was fantastic. Like that's. My favorite Joker is always the one that doesn't. You don't know how he got started. You don't know if one day he walked into you know a, a thrift store and was like, "Hey, look at this paint. I'm going to paint my face and go kill some people," or you don't know if he fell into a vat of acid. Uh, you don't know if his dad cut took his a, face, oh, like, took a, took a yeah, knife and made yeah. these scars. Yeah, or he you know used a razor, which to me was always like the weird one. I was like, yeah, I was, <laughs> just like just a little razor blade I just found here. Like, hi, son. <laughs> Well, like it's like just the chaos that he brings, and seeing Batman have to deal with that. I mean, it's just something that you don't see. seeing, and and like seeing him like make Harvey Dent become you know Two Face. Like seeing that descent, seeing him push Batman so close to breaking his you know unbreakable rule. Uh, that's just not something that you get with anybody else. Um, and just beyond, I mean, the the beginning scene is one of the greatest scenes I've seen in a movie of you know that robbery where everybody was like. Yeah, after you're like, you know, starting killing each other, and then you're like, wait a minute. And then turning out that that was Joker the whole time, that was the last guy, uh, was awesome. Like, I mean, and then he's like, you know, when they're like, so I guess you you were told that you have to kill me after I'm done with my job. And he's like, no, 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 I killed the bus driver. And he's like, the bus driver. And then the school bus comes in and kills the guy. And you're just like, what the fuck is happening? Well, it just <laughs> shows that, like, that's how crazy he is. He put himself right in the middle. He could have died during that. Oh, yeah. He put himself right in the middle of the action. He doesn't hide back. Like, and it just, I mean, just that opening scene, that just tells you what this movie is going to be like. And all the situations that you put people in, you know, deciding between Harvey Dent and Rachel and lying about which one it was. Um, it's, you know, still like telling people, like, if you kill this guy, I'll spare the city. If you blow up that uh, ferry, I won't blow up your ferry. That like, was one of my favorite scenes. The, yeah. The, the ferry thing. The situations that he put people through, like, it's just, it's unreal. And the philosophy much, behind it's like priest sound too like everything he talks about like that whole side of it yeah you kind of go True. on his side you're like this kind of makes sense like <laughs> things like the pencil trick was awesome like oh yeah just like magic <laughs> y'all uh have y'all ever seen that meme when it's like watching batman when you're a kid is like agreeing with batman <laughs> then as an adult you're like the joker makes a little more sense yeah <laughs> so, like Definitely true. Yeah, I think uh, he just makes the world a little bit more gray, and uh, I think this is an adult you start appreciating that. Um, so just and everybody just was on firing on all cylinders. Um, they killed Rachel, which I was happy about. Yeah. <laughs> that was Maggie Gyllenhaal, right? Yeah, just, I did not. It was like not her a portrayal. good choice. Yeah, I was like, a lot of the cast was great. Christian Bale, fantastic. What's his name? Uh, Heath Ledger. No, the guy who was Two Face, Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart. He, really he did. He did really yeah. good. He did a pretty good. Jim Gordon. At, what's his name again? Always Oldman. Awesome. Killing like pretending to die. Like yeah, yeah. like like everyone like was like you said firing all cylinders. Like bringing the A game, and then there was her. It's like you're kind of bland. Like I, I really don't care if you die. Yeah, they <laughs> like, hated like when she talked. Like I was just like, oh my god, like please stop. Like like and, why does Batman love you? Yeah, <laughs> like he like he made such a like that is the weakest part of Dark Knight is how much like he just was like Rachel. Like I have to do this. Like I have to stop. Being Where is she? And like I'm just like, dude, stop. Like if this was Katie Holmes's Rachel, I'd be like, this makes sense because she was kind of awesome and she was like kind of like his partner. That's like weird. and so she was just a stronger character than the way that Maggie Gyllenhaal 
called it in. I was like, this is definitely like, yeah, bye, you're dead. Like, <laughs> like she literally just played the role of victim. Yeah. Like that's all it was. Like, like she was there just to to die. She served another purpose. Thing. Yeah, like, yeah, like. That was definitely the weakest part, but everything else. Yeah, the like, love triangle <laughs> where, ironically, she's the one that dies. Like, <laughs> yeah. I guess that means Harvey and Batman are meant to end up together. Yeah. yeah. They're the only two left in the triangle. Like. I ship it. I mean, they, they, play that in, they play that in Harley Quinn. Well, like, he gets really distraught. He's like, I thought we were friends, not just work buddies. <laughs> I really loved the, and that one, I loved a lot of the improv that was in it, too. Like the Joker clapping scene in the jail cell, yeah, and then like the whole pressing the button to blow up the hospital not working. Yeah, he's just so like, good. Yeah. like he was like, what? The, like even Heath Ledger's just like, what? The shit? And he's just like, like smacking it, like trying to get it to work. <laughs> and then, and the most like oh. Joker thing in the movie that was, was that. Yeah, the that was so good. Joker like thing. that was one of my favorite scenes. And then to find out that that didn't like I wasn't playing. I was like, yeah, it was that? all just like him because he got so into the role. Like, <laughs> like definitely it. best best Joker in my opinion. Heath Ledger is the best live action Joker. Yeah, I would have to say. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mean, even although, put the live action qualifier in just there, the best honestly, Joker in general. Yeah. I mean, they, they like they like Mark Hamill's. Just, I, yeah, because then Mark Hamill's it's there. Just, it's it's hard because I've gotten Mark Hamill as Arkham Joker, where he was fantastic. I got him in Batman the Animated Series, where he was amazing. Batman Beyond: Return of the Joker, where he was amazing. Killing Joke, where he was amazing. Like he's just done so many. Like it's it's hard because. He, his catalog is so much larger than Ledger's. Right, which is kind of what I was going to go with. If you take the first Mark Hamill piece that he did as the voice and compare that to Heath Ledger's Joker, I don't feel like it's... Like the first episode or the first piece of Batman stuff he did? Because that was Batman the Animated Series. That's, and that's fair. So that's a whole series. series. So <laughs> first of all, that's that's a much know, larger though. body of work. Ledger's <laughs> yeah. but, so we're talking like the four like four episodes worth of, of Joker? I guess. I was trying to get at, if you take a comparative sample I, of the early part mean. of his work and compare that to Heath Ledger's one movie that he then, did. Yes, yeah. Then Heath Ledger was the best. Yeah. yeah. And, Although, for me, like, don't get me wrong. Heath Ledger's still top. But I thought... I think it, you say it, Monaghan, Cameron Monaghan from Gotham. I thought he still did a fantastic job acting. He did as really Joker. good too. Like, yeah, the, I mean, he, he's the redhead kid from Shameless. If no one else has seen <laughs> Gotham, <We've>, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, we've had a lot of really good Jokers. Yeah. I think that's what's the cool thing is it's not like one of those things where it's like he's obviously the best because he's either the only one or he's the only good one. Like, right? There's just a lot of really good reasoning for like why Jack Nicholson would be your favorite or Heath Ledger, oh, not Jared Leto, Joaquin. No, <laughs> yeah, there's Joaquin no Keaton. reason for Jared Leto to be your favorite one. <laughs> Very true. Although I will say the one thing that I think mark hamill's doesn't do for me like and in the games he's fantastic like like you're saying like i thought that was his best version in my opinion but the laugh i don't think Keith ledger's laugh could can be beat yeah. for the joker mm-hmm. like that maniacal almost like insane his, his laugh is amazing yeah i'll give him the best joker laugh without a doubt like <laughs> and then you know jared leto's laugh <laughs> you i hate that one too ah, whenever they, why would ah, they why would they ah, put that even on yeah, the freaking we, just, we don't even have to talk about that <laughs> yeah, all right Maybe if we get this air cut, you know, one day. <laughs> you just got to have that maniacal sense. Like even Cesar Romero. Like even he's like a good. Yeah. Because he's just, he's just like the quirky joke. Or yeah. Like, I didn't watch that. I, don't, I haven't seen any of those. I've seen a little bit of it and he does a good job, especially in the, in the lens of the Batman 66 show. He does a good job. That's, and that's why I haven't seen it. By the way, getting back to your question on whether the Dark Knight Rises or Dark Knight uh, made more money. So the Dark Knight made more for opening night. Uh, it had the record for highest grossing domestic opening at 158 mm. million for three years. But the Dark Knight Rises was predicted by some analysts to be as much as 198 million. But then the Colorado 
uh, was it Aurora, Colorado yeah, Aurora shooting one. happened that same weekend. So they only ended up getting like 75 million or 77 million. There are two numbers I'm seeing here. So they got like less than half of what they're projected to. But overall, Dark Knight Rises earned more. Okay. All so. right. That's a, that's I was it was a toss up. I mean, that one was still really good too. Yeah, but, and also Dark Knight back then billion was surprising. So yeah. that was, it's not like where it is now, where like superhero movies don't make a billion. And you're yeah. like, this was a flop. Like, yeah, like, yeah. At I, the time, uh, they were the fourth highest of all time for highest grossing film, unadjusted for inflation, which mm. is important too. But right now they're forty sixth. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, in that twelve year span, they went from fourth to forty sixth. You said unadjusted, right? Unadjusted, yeah. correct. Yeah, okay. so that's why Gone with the Wind's always first, because yeah. adjusting for inflation, it's always going to happen. Yeah, it's yeah. always going to be the top the, one dude. for whatever uh, fucking reason. I, re- I remember when Dark Knight came out, I was like, I wasn't really into like learning about like nerdy like nerd news and stuff, but every like every week, like I like really every few days, like I was looking it up to see how much it make to be, like how much it would make because I was like, come on, man break a billion i was like this movie deserves it like break on, a billion like on, I, I like was like just like checking constantly trying to see like if it broke a billion because i was like this movie's too good not to like, come on baby <laughs> do it for papa <laughs> so if yours was dark knight then i guess you're falling back to your other one well yeah i was gonna kind of just touch on the things that i liked about the dark knight or the reason it was one of the ones that i was thinking about uh again like we said at the time it was the fourth highest uh grossing film of all time unadjusted for inflation uh at the 81st academy awards it received eight nominations it won the award for best sound editing and ledger was posthumously awarded best supporting actor uh considered one of the best films of its decade and one of the best superhero films ever made which totally agree with that i think that's a pretty Still widely stands in my it's opinion my honestly favorite, best, yeah like it's my favorite superhero it is, movie. It is it's probably one of the best definitely movie. up there for me I mean, again, Heath Ledger's magnum opus, like literally the best thing he ever did in his entire life. I was sad when I heard Heath Ledger died, and then I saw this movie, and I started almost crying. Like, it was really, really upsetting, because I wanted to see another one. I wanted to see what he did after that. He was supposed to be in Dark Knight Rises. I know. That's just upsetting. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That probably would have happened, too. A Knight's Tale, too. Uh, That would have been down for that. (laughs) Or a Brothers Grimm, too. Either one. Yeah. He did a lot of good stuff. Yeah, it felt like he finally achieved a certain level of acting, mm-hmm. yeah. and he was just gone. And it was like you can't just imagine a world where he wasn't gone, and he just continued. Did he on. get any posthumous awards for that? He got the yeah, he, he got, got the Oscar for best supporting. Oh, actor. so he yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I I no, yeah, he was awarded it. Yeah, that was one of their eight nominations, and then he actually won that one. So that was awesome. Uh, to prepare for the role, he actually lived alone in a hotel room for a month formulating the character's posture, voice, and personality, and kept a diary in which he recorded the Joker's thoughts and feelings and eventually generated a voice that was very different than Jack Nicholson's character, which I thought... I didn't think it was going to be that difficult. I thought he was going to kind of go off things that had been done before. I was happy that he didn't. He found his own voice, and I think it was better. It was just Mm. awesome. So really, it's more... I think the movie was great. I loved Heath Ledger. That was... My favorite part probably of the whole movie was just Heath Ledger's portrayal of the Joker. It was amazing. Uh, And then with The Dark Knight Rises, you get to see a little bit of some of the backstory with the pit and Bane and Talia al Ghul, who kind of comes in at the end. And then that, of course, opens up a whole world of possibilities for future movies where you can do stuff with Batman and Talia later. 
because I think they have future conflicts in the comics. I'm not really sure about that. I'm not very. Oh, she died in the movie. Did she not die. She dies in the movie. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think she yeah. did. I no. Thought. Yeah. Uh, she she dies from the car crash that they oh. do. Yeah, to get to the bomb. Because hmm. she's like, remember, she's like laying on the seat, yeah, and she's that. like, "It's too late. You can't stop the bomb." Like, yeah, because it was, is that yeah. the scene that College Humor was making fun of? Yeah, fun of when they did. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, so now I don't know how. Uh, was it Damian Wayne or so? Is gonna, so in the Christopher Nolan universe, he doesn't exist. He doesn't okay. exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. because yeah, no, it's a, yeah. <sighs> I know. Okay, well, there's Honestly, a lot of, I'm, yeah, there's a lot of reasons why Damian Wade doesn't exist in that universe. <laughs> he also was like relatively new. They didn't introduce Damian Wade until 2008. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he wasn't he wasn't like big enough to like. Dark Knight Rises was 2012. Yeah. Oh, Rise. Yeah. Okay. Dark Knight was 2008. Yeah. Okay. It was five eight twelve. Yeah. So honestly, when I saw the Dark Knight, I didn't even know Batman Begins was a thing. I thought I thought I was watching the first one. Yeah, that's such a, that's then I saw such the, then I saw yeah, the third is. one, which I thought was the second one, and people kept saying trilogy, and I'm like, well, what about the third <laughs> one? And they were like, you mean the first one? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, well. yeah. See, that was during the time that my brother-in-law worked at a movie theater, and I worked at a uh, arcade across the street. Oh. So if I got off work beforehand, <laughs> then I'd walk over there and watch a movie or two, and then we'd drive home. Life. So it's pretty great. We're getting closer to piecing okay. down your carbon date here. Yeah. <laughs> Arcades. All right. Cassettes. Did, <laughs> does that tell you how old I was when I worked at the arcade? So, I mean. I, Arcades are still around, man. I feel man like, look, shut up. <laughs> I feel like you have a gap in your logic here. Let me piece this together, okay? Fucking newbie. He's got, a, he's got a whole board in his room with like <laughs> strings attached. I got like strings around, attached. Like, okay, cool. But the strings don't have any logic. Like they're not actually. I mean, no, they're still all red for unsolved. Yeah. But, I mean. That reminds me of 21st Jump Street. Where it was like, who <laughs> this are you autistic yes it is very artistic (laughs) (laughs) yes it's very artistic yeah so that kind of took away a lot of the things i liked about dark knight rises (laughs) but i did like them going back and redoing bane i feel like Mm. the first one was that in tim burton's series where they had bane so that was schumacher schumacher yeah yeah, okay the same trilogy but it was schumacher instead of a it's a quadrilogy quad right (laughs) okay You're right. <laughs> I hated that first Bane. I thought he was just terrible. That was like, that was back when Bane was a dumb brute. Yeah, yeah. That was so, their popular in, re, uh, iteration of him. They, yeah. they just don't do him justice. He's either really dumb, really smart, Mexican, another form of Hispanic, Middle Eastern. Can we also like point out the fact that they did a good <laughs> job of making him white. seem like a big dude? Because while he is muscly, Tom Hardy's not very tall. I think, I, I think he's like 5'10". You yeah. know why? It's because uh, he always puts like, his hands in his little vest thing. <laughs> like, 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 Isn't Christian Bale somewhat tall? Like, Shouldn't he have like towered over Bane a little bit? I'm not sure on the height. I feel like Christian Bale may not be extremely tall. Maybe not then. I don't know. Oh, he's probably around six foot. But so I was so like, Bane's like supposed to be a Dark huge Rises? character. Yes. Okay, okay. Just making sure I was picking up what you're throwing down. Yeah, he's like six foot exact. Christian yeah. Bale. So, he's not lying on his Tinder profile. <laughs> you what? So he's not lying on his Tinder profile. <laughs> True. Tom Hardy. Means. That back thing happened in the movie too, right? Yeah. Where yeah. Bane like dropped mm-hmm. him on his knee or whatever. The big uh, so 
there were two storylines that they really adapted for Dark Knight Rises, and that was Nightfall, where Bane breaks his back, and then No Man's Land, and that's when the um, world cuts after an earthquake <coughs> decimates Gotham. They uh, cut them, they cut off the bridges, and Gotham has to fend for itself. It's also what happens in the last season of Gotham. Yeah, in the show Gotham. Yeah, yeah I knew that. <coughs> it's a big, like a big storyline for them. Okay. Yeah, it's also really cool, like in the comics too. So it's definitely worth checking out. Mm. Tom Hardy. Tom no, Bane did show yeah. up in the Tom Gotham too. Foot nine. Yeah. 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 The more I think about it, the more I liked so, him in that, too. Yeah, it was cool. So there's a three-inch difference between Christian Bale and Tom Hardy. Now with cameras involved, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, cameras involved, there is a three-inch difference, but it's the other way. You know, Tom Cruise <laughs> is like 5'6", but he looks like 6'2". That's true. Yeah, they make him really look normal size yeah, I, forget, movies, I freaking like. love the jokes with Tom Cruise and his height. <laughs> you gotta like, move Almost makes all of his female down. co-stars look like tall. Yeah. You gotta move the camera down. Then you realize, down. well, no, they're both 5'4". Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any more thoughts about Dark Knight Rises? No, I think that pretty much covered it. Yeah, so we can all agree that is the best Batman movie. Which Dark Knight? Dark, the Dark Knight's like the one with the Joker. He plays. Yes. Yeah, the Dark the Knight. Best, yeah. yeah, the Dark Absolutely. Knight. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. <clears throat> all right, now time for the last segment, which is uh, going to be, you know, just talking about the third acts. You know, what do we love the most? Um, for this one, it's going to be pretty flexible just because there's just a wide variety and it's not really one series. There's multiple series of Batman movies. Um, so who wants to kick it off first? I guess I'll go with mine. Go so on. during the break or just before the break, <laughs> I realized that the ending that I liked so much in The Dark Knight Rises, <laughs> I didn't know that one of the important characters died or didn't remember that one of the important characters died. That was very important to my reasoning. He rewrote the movie in his head. <laughs> yes. During the break, we thought about this, and I think I came up with a good way to work in what I had that doesn't mess with the current movie. So, uh, one of the things that I really liked was the possibility of bringing Damian Wayne into the picture. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that is the son of Batman and Talia al Ghul. Uh, basically, it was just a plan with Raz al Ghul and Talia to have a son that would take Batman's place in the League of Assassins. So... After a night of passion, he ends oh, up being... Oh, oh. <laughs> Tell us more about that. Well, Go into you details. can use your imagination on that. Look up the College Humor video for more information. <laughs> and yet another free plug. We got to stop doing that. I'm going to be honest with you. That one's worth it. You got to check that out. <laughs> That's fair. So after the night of passion, he was grown in an artificial womb. So that can all happen where... They get together before she dies. Yes, Talia sperm jacked Batman. <laughs> yes, she did. She drugged him and raped him, really. But Poor Batman. No, it was I'm, the artificial womb part that got me. Not that she like <laughs> raped him and got pregnant by him. So that, like a Petri dish baby? Yeah, basically, or, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Poor Damien. You know, genetically like engineered, jacked. if you want to call it that. <laughs> just... right. So continue on, Jay. Resuming. <laughs> yeah, so then that opens up a whole world of movie possibilities with Damian Wayne and the League of Assassins continuing on, even though Raz al Ghul and Talia al Ghul are both dead at this point. Uh, I just think it opens up a whole lot, and it's a really interesting segue into new potential movies. All right. Yeah. Is the only part of the third act you liked? <laughs> it was my favorite part. It was what I was thinking about the most until I realized that the way I thought about it wasn't going to work and had to rework <laughs> it in my head. So you're not going to talk about the Alfred and Bruce nod I after mean, he faked his death. 
no. told him all this time he needs to find someone he can settle yeah. down with and be he's happy like, and live like, a life. He's yeah. like, when you were missing, like I really wanted you to, like I really wanted to one day go to that cafe, see you as like a beautiful woman that like cares about you and do the nod. Yeah. And then that happened. Dude. That's fine. Yeah, you're right. No, <laughs> that, that's fine. No, no, well, good. <laughs> right? Yeah. Hey, it was Anne Hathaway. Yeah, he got to hook up with Anne Hathaway. That's, that's the best part right there. That's fair. That's the dream. The rest of being Batman <laughs> might have sucked. But that part made it worth it. That's what it was all leading up to. All those times he got broken. That's, he had to be getting enough good karma for Anne Hathaway. Would wow. you, would that's you, a lot of good karma. Are you, would you be okay with having your spine broken if it got you with Anne Hathaway? Do I come back from it? I was going to say, do you know <laughs> that you come back from it? Like, that you recover? You, you will, but you don't know that you will. Ooh. And you, you have, have to, to choose work for before. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to work for it. Like yeah, like, like they don't tell you it's impossible that you'll ever walk again, but they say like okay. it'll take a lot of effort. Like, do I get? Is in this scenario she rich? I mean, she's you, a thief, like a world class thief. So we can assume that she's probably got. Okay, some money. I mean, if I get a beautiful woman and I get money, yeah, yeah. you like, already still have the money. You're still Batman. <laughs> yeah, you're. He lost the money in the end. Oh, did he? Yeah, oh, yeah. did that he really? Like the, yeah, I remember, remember he lost his house because Fuck, Bane right. uh, hacked the stock exchange yeah. and like yeah. uh, made a bunch okay. of stuff in his like in his name, and it was terrible decision making. You know, I've had things happen, and Wells Fargo, Wells Fargo can always reverse things. You know, so I mean, realistically, he could get that money back. <laughs> I think we're talking about very different quantities of money here. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, the if $20 I got my, I've got versus whatever that was. $200 you know? million, It's practically the same amount. Yeah, like, you're just adding difference. zeros and zero is nothing. So Yeah, but when McDonald's stiffs you, that's different than the stock exchange. Yeah, McDonald's had <laughs> yeah. stiffed me before, though, real talk. Fair. Another enemy to add to the list of this podcast. Um, yep. How many do we have already? We have Ronald two. McDonald, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Disney, we McDonald's. Yeah, we have Disney, McDonald's. <laughs> Those are the big ones. Mine's HBO. Kind of Netflix NBC. after Jay Fred just like took away the free publicity by plugging everybody else. I, I didn't take it away. I just said if you want an exclusive, you got to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair though. Right? right. The, the hit list is ever growing. Or once again, the third and as the third act of that movie, you know, the little nod to, to Robin again. I thought, yeah. I thought that was very well done. Some people differ on that. I thought that was clever. Like it was I cool. don't know. Uh, just a nice little thing. I don't think it was bad. Um, <laughs> I don't think it was good either. Right, pretty much. I mean, it's kind of that for you. Middle of the road. Uh, <laughs> it could have been done much better, I think. But I appreciate that it was there. Okay. It's, okay. One last thing. What about when Batman finally told Jim Gordon who he was? Mm. Mm. I like that. Yeah, that was good too. I thought that was a great callback. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there I has to be a part that. of of that where you know Jim Gordon's like. Should have known that. <laughs> yeah. But, huh. He resigned the next day because he's that bad at being a police detective. <laughs> <laughs> right? like, not that great of a detective, are you, Jim? <laughs> Couldn't knew? even see the eyes and tell. <laughs> who knew the guy with the most money in the fucking city? <laughs> right. was the guy who had all these things and that the, nobody's ever seen no before. No one's ever seen them in two places. But the, I mean, Lex Luthor and BBS figured it out like that. Yeah. Like, it couldn't have been that hard. Like, think, like, think about it. Think about being a guy who's had a storied career, and you don't realize the guy's Batman because of the fact that he has the most money. No, the reason I remember it is because 23 years ago, you, had, you handed him your coat in a moment that doesn't mean anything to you, <laughs> right. and that's what clicks. Yep. Like, how dumb must you feel? <laughs> like, yep. Yeah, that was. I mean, it's a great moment, but like, it was, as, as, but as him as the a logic like, in it, yeah, a little flawed. I agree. Still how better did, than the Martha thing. Did Bane, Bane died at the end of that one, right? Yeah, how did he die? Yeah. Did, did Batman kill him? No, no Cowell killed him. 
Catwoman killed him because she used the the bat pod to shoot. Oh, that's right. Because <laughs> Bane was like, because he couldn't do it, yeah. so she had to step in. Because like, yeah. remember, he was like in pain because Talia stabbed him, and mm-hmm. like she was like, let him see, like let him burn the city. And Bane's like, I'm gonna kill this motherfucker right now. <laughs> and then Catwoman was like, No, you fucking don't. Like that is my hubby, and I don't appreciate you coming at me like coming at him like that. <laughs> right? <laughs> Kitty got claws and rockets. Also, yes. <laughs> And a spandex leather suit. <laughs> Don't forget that. <laughs> that is a very important piece of the puzzle. <laughs> so if you can't tell, our favorite part of Dark Knight Rises is apparently Anne Hathaway. So apparently, I really like, I, yeah, I, I really like. I'm just noticing though. that even though Christian Bale is phenomenal, these supporting characters are what we're liking in these movies. True. I really like her Catwoman costume. I feel like that's really cool. Like yeah. how her like, goggles. That was cool. Like, that was a nice touch. Like she still has cat ears, but like not like super obvious cat ears. Like I really fell in line with his the universe he created, which I appreciated. That was cool. That was nice. Yeah, I mean, really. Was what you said about like the supporting characters being like what's the best part? Like a hero is only as good as his villain. True. Like Batman Begins had a good villain, but didn't have a great villain, and so yeah. I think that's why it wasn't as good. Like mm-hmm. Joker was amazing, and even Two Face was really good. So that's why Dark Knight's so good. Like ba- like Bane was <clears throat> awesome. Talia Al Ghul was all right. She's all right. Like so that's I think that's why Dark Knight Rises kind of diminished because of the Talia Al Ghul of it. Yeah, I feel like they just kind of. <laughs> revealed her really late in the movie and so she didn't have a chance to have a really big part in the movie but yeah. if like after he blew up the football field if like it was like talia ghoul showed up and then yeah. like it'd be like okay like yeah or like at the maybe at the prison after bane broke his back yes because then uh, it would have been even more emotionally devastating that yeah. actually would have been the perfect time yeah i agree so but they didn't so <laughs> yep that's what happens but in our <laughs> fan production that's <laughs> <laughs> So who's going to play Batman in that? Yeah, or if we're all going to dibs also, on roles right now, who Also, all? who's going to play Catwoman? That's another important piece of this puzzle. Don't immediately look <laughs> at me. That's a fair question, though. Like, if you were going to play one character in the Batman universe, who would it be? I mean, we know Tyler's. That's an easy one, but... What? Batman. I mean, like, are we talking no. about, like, who we think would we'd be the best at, or who we think we would want to be? I'd say best at. Because I think I'd be best at Jim Gordon. Oh no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, never mind. Would Batman be who you want to? Though? I mean, yeah, obviously. Like, <laughs> I mean, obviously. feel like uh, Fox. That's... I could see that. <laughs> the <laughs> engineer, you mean? Yep. The guy that makes everything. <laughs> I know. Far, Big shocker. Far reach there. <laughs> no, I think that's who I'd be Me? best at, yeah. not who I would want to be. Oh, okay. But, okay. Who do you want to be? Oh, honestly. Stuck between Bane and the Joker. I love both of those characters. You got the look for Bane. Got a lot of it, yes. <laughs> you just need to get you a gas get mask. Get rid of this. Yeah. And, you know, get back in the gym. Oh, but, you know, if stuff. you were in a pit for years, I think you would be like that. Can yeah. you do the Bane voice? No, can you do the Bane voice? No. Ooh. I haven't even tried to do that. Do, give it that a makes shot. it even better. <laughs> this <laughs> might be embarrassing <laughs> for us. We'll risk it. Anytime you do the Bane voice. <laughs> give it a shot. It's embarrassing, but it's awesome. <laughs> You think the darkness is your friend? Try covering your mouth a little like that. Yeah. You gotta get that muffled. You think the darkness is your friend? A little better. All right. All right. It makes a, it makes yeah. a big difference covering the mouth. That's fair. I think I was, I was pretty solid, especially in the first <laughs> attempt. You know? Yeah. This fan made movie's yeah. piecing together nicely. <laughs> All right, one. Who would I? Like, who would you be and who would you want to be? You're being f- realistic with yourself. I'd be Two Face, but I'd want to be Joker. 
Okay. But then in reality, I beat the stockbroker that has to walk across the, the ice <laughs> so bridge. In reality, and I'm, not, I'm not extra that's walking across the street over you're, there. You're the, guy, you're the rich guy that they're like, you got to get off this yeah, island. I'd, I, no, I'd be the little stockbroker that like Scarecrow tells him to walk the ice and then he drops. And him. you're like, and, like, it's so tense and then it's so fast that he just falls That scene was really cool, though. That yeah. scene was really cool. Like seeing all the people from Gotham like walking on the ice and like some of them are falling. I don't know. That was pretty cool. All right, Derek. <sighs> this is a tough one. <laughs> it's a toughie. You know what's really sad is I feel like this movie's not gonna have a Batman. <laughs> what? I feel like this Batman, this movie would not have a Batman. True. <laughs> like for me, not if we're picking from this group. Yeah. I don't know. Like who I probably would be. I mean, realistically, probably closer to the Joker. Yeah, um, I can see it. <laughs> Many you know, episodes. surprising like, no one. Even yeah. the people who only known you for four episodes, right? Like <laughs> the chaos and everything else is like you know probably would end up being Joker. But as far as who I want to be, I mean, obviously Joker would be a top pick too. I don't like the character as much as I like like the idea of Two Face, like the whole game, like a game of chance kind of yeah. thing. I'm really big on that. Like, um, so that'd be a good second pick. But no, yeah, Joker probably for both answers. Yeah, <laughs> I see that. As long as we're not talking like Jared Leto Joker, <laughs> no, we're not. I wouldn't no, fit into that kind of no, Joker. We're talking about Jared. You're Leto definitely Joker. you're you're the you're the chaotic one. Yeah, yeah, I don't got the swag. Yeah, you're not the gangster. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> All right, I guess the no, I could thug. be the anarchist though. I would the say probably the thug is Jared Leto because the gangster is. John or Jack Nicholson's yeah. yeah well they called him like they called Jerry Leto as the psychopath but I was like they're all psychopaths like yeah like they're I'd say the thug would probably be the yeah one I would say the thug because that's, that's just what I got the feel from him like, yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's not like no I mean they're all psychopaths they all do like I mean fucking Heath Ledger's Joker just like burned a bunch of money yeah with someone anything, on top that of is it like, more like, of, <laughs> that is more of a psychopath than Jared Leto's was yeah. like, some people just want to watch the world burn I want to watch money burn. <laughs> it's like, what are you going to do with all this money? He just burns it. He's like, you know what's cheap? Everything I use. <laughs> True. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, that was that was actually pretty cool. I enjoyed that. Yeah. No Batman. No Batman. <laughs> I mean, I just we're just going to have to go outside the circle for that one. Yep. I can't think yeah. of anyone I know that would be a good Batman. <laughs> like freaking Brandon. What? <laughs> Are we talking about the same Batman? Brandon's Alfred. Or the same Brandon? <laughs> no, the same Brandon. You say he's who? Brandon's Alfred. <laughs> people who uh, yes. people who haven't watched the Star Wars episode aren't gonna know who Brandon is. <laughs> Brandon's Catwoman. <laughs> I, I almost said that a minute ago. I'm glad I'm not but then Batman. I was like, I don't know though. Like she's kind of, she's pretty tough. <laughs> not saying you're not, Brandon. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So third act. <laughs> um, I'll go next. Uh, I mean, I don't have too much to say on this just because we've talked about Dark Knight so much, but Dark Knight has the best third act in my mind. Um, if we're counting the Joker like battle, like him having to also like fight the Joker and then figuring out that the Joker had swapped the hostages with the like his minions, like trying to figure that out, making sure that the police don't kill those people while also hurting the police which makes him think that he's a bad guy like and then the whole the whole fight like i mean the the lines are great the you know immovable object with the unstoppable force um especially that personification when he was tied up and he like pushed off upside down <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah it just like his madness um when he's like making fun like when joker's like doing the whole you want to know how i got these scars and then ba- batman's like no but i know how you got these and he used like, <laughs> like his like this little like ninja star gauntlet <laughs> thing like uh was awesome like it was just a nice twist on something we'd seen throughout the whole movie um he's like i'm tired of your shit i don't want to hear you right now <laughs> like seeing and i think just 
I know a lot of people probably would think that the Joker should be the end, but I think the way they did it with Two Face was awesome. Like, I mean, granted, making it more personable and making it the movie started out with Harvey, Batman, and uh, Jim Gordon, and ending it like that, where Harvey Dent's fallen and having to make that hard choice where Batman takes the fall, so that way all that the good that Harvey Dent stood for still stays. Mm-hmm. Um, the great sacrifice. Yeah, like him having to do that, like that is the reason why you. That's outside of the obvious, like your family. Like that's another reason why you wear the mask is because mm-hmm. sometimes you got to make those choices that are right for the people, but it's gonna make you the enemy. Mm. Makes so. him a hero. <laughs> he's not the like he's not the hero that Gotham wants, but it's one that they need. Like I mean, I just think that everything about that is just done real done really well. And do I think that they could have started off Dark Knight Rises a diff- little differently in that way? Yeah, but you know, you get what you get. But um. I just, I don't know. I just think the way that they ended Dark Knight was just really well done. Um, I mean, I think a lot of, like, Dark Knight Rises had a really good ending, too, but I think Dark Knight, the third act has always been what always hooks me in a movie, and the third act is really what what I love the most about this movie is just seeing, I mean, just everything culminate, I think. Just this huge battle, just this random game of chess that they were really playing, and then just seeing it all come to a head, seeing him not kill the Joker, when in reality, he probably should have killed that mofo. Oh. Like, yeah. It just exemplifies everything that I, I love about Batman and Joker, and it just puts Batman in a situation where he has to use his mask for a good reason for Gotham, but it's not good for him. And I just think just all of that just culminates into a great third act for me. Oh, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. And kind of like go off your point about like the whole like you know Two Face chiming in to be kind of like that end of it all. It's like I mean that kind of I mean Joker's character and his I guess kind of his story his his whole. What do you call it? I guess maybe a philosophy isn't like complete or realized if Two Face doesn't fall. Like that's his whole thing is like anyone can be corrupted. The world is full of chaos. Like this is this. Like so, if Two Face hadn't done that, like Joker's whole like ideology is never like realized, never complete. Um, but I'm trying to think of what I would go with if not trying to steal from one of you two. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess I'll go back to Gotham. I mean, Gotham had a pretty solid end. Um, I mean, it's about how you'd expect. I mean, it's obviously just a big setup for the story of Batman. So, I mean, like, all the villains are in their right places. They're all, like, there's a basically time, where There's a time skip them. involved. Just yeah, for there, everyone hasn't seen yeah, it. Yeah, there is a time yeah. skip involved. Yeah, it does jump forward to later on when Batman, he has grown up and actually become Batman. And you, you get to see him actually in the suit um, as Batman, like, looking over the city. But um, I just like it because, like, they yeah, do go through no man's land and, like, it ties up a lot of loose ends and kind of leaves off where any Batman story really could pick up because all the villains are there. So from there, they left a ton of opportunity up, open to continuing on any other they took on, like, if they want to do another TV show or anything else. But, I mean, I have to agree, Dark Knight was probably the best one, in my opinion. My turn? Yeah. Uh, I'd have to say the third act of Apocalypse War would be, the, like, a good one for me. Um, we're not doing the DC animated ones, so. though. We're not doing the DC no, animated No, we're doing ones. a different episode for DC animated. <laughs> Come on, bro. Apocalypse War. I so can't good. remember if you were here for that or not, but I'm still blaming you. No. Stick with it. Apocalypse War. So good, though. Anyways. I mean, and you'll get to talk about it. Um, <laughs> just not today. Not today, yeah. Well, guys, in other news, I guess that means he'll just go fuck himself then, huh? Hmm. Because of the toughie now. So it'll be because I'm going to say the same thing. Like, because. Add your insight. Because no one's going to choose the older ones. Come on. 
No, you know what? Freaking <laughs> third act of Batman v Superman. That's what we're gonna say. All right. Okay. Let's talk it. Um, <laughs> pray tell. Um, I don't know. I really liked. I guess the one thing that I did like about Batman versus Superman is that they used, um, I guess, older Batman. Okay. Um, because you you never really get to see that all too much unless it's like animated. Whenever it was Batman versus Superman, and it was animated, and he had like the big. I think they actually like drew his suit off of batman versus superman like the big like bulky like Absolutely, metal suit. yeah um i thought that was pretty cool i didn't like the way they portrayed batman per se like his voice changing thing i mean it, it's a lot better than like deep, yeah it's a lot deeper than like deepening your voice but the third act of like how they all like come together and they're fighting doomsday and like batman still like even though he's like just a normal dude in a suit and like a big metal suit, he's still like um, pulling his weight against Doomsday. He's uh, not even in the metal suit for that part. He's not. No. Oh my he's god, a, he is. He's, he's in the latex. Yeah. He's in the latex. Remember, because remember, because yeah, Wonder Woman showed up and is like, yeah, he's is like, with you," and he's like, "I thought he was with you." That's right. He's in the latex. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, he was still like pulling his weight. Um, he had uh, trained for fighting Kryptonians. Yeah, this he, was didn't, the he didn't. Perfect time tra- for him. He I mean, there's there's one huge flaw though in your logic here, Juan. What, Martha? Martha. It's true. I thought that was the most stupidest thing that they ever <laughs> like, did for anything. I think I think in like the tier list is like Jared Leto Joker and then Martha. <laughs> um but yeah, the third act the the visual I'm gonna point back to like my, my freaking obsession with visuals, the whole like the EMP of like how he they're like shooting him, uh they're shooting um Doomsday with like a bunch of bullets and he starts like charging up and he shoots like a big like EMP. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and how you see him like start growing like a bunch of like um, weird like bone thorns from like getting hit so many times. Uh, I feel like the third act of uh, Batman v Superman, where they're like, it's like just a big like clusterfuck of just a bunch of fighting, um, was pretty well done. Um, there was some kinks to that movie um, that I didn't like. Um, the voice changing is one of them. The the point where Flash appears out of nowhere. Um, Flash like appears and like it said like a vision, but it's like Batman is like literally seeing Flash from the future coming back and telling him about something. Um, Would that be a Flash flash forward? I don't know. <laughs> it's like he's opening like he's like fixing like a flashpoint or something, and then that like that like flash forward of him in like a dystopian future with in Superman. No, the nightmare. <sighs> the nightmare. I thought it was pretty cool. Like him shooting guns and everything. Bro, was, this was is weird. about third X. I know. I don't here? know, man. Yeah, I'm just going over the whole movie. <laughs> exactly. I'm just going through the whole movie because there's just so much to unpack. I don't want to go back to like the freaking like Dark Knight just because like we've already like beat that to death. So third act of Batman v Superman. I guess. I will say Wonder Woman had a there. badass theme. <laughs> Wonder yeah. Woman. Oh my god. Wonder Woman was really cool. Gal Gadot was. Did you think Bob uh, Anne Hathaway? Do you think? Uh, what do you think about Superman's sacrifice in that movie? I think it was pretty. I think it was pretty well done. Like. Yeah, like that's that's how I would see Superman sacrificing himself. I think they actually do that in Death of Superman, and it's like he gets stabbed in the middle, and he like gets closer to him. He like grabs Doomsday and like gets closer to him, and um, but yeah, I think that's how I would see Superman dying. Um, I, I like liked the, it because we got to see Superman die. Yeah, we got to see Superman die. I hate I, I hate Superman. And, I do not like Superman. And then character. the next movie, we got to see him Couldn't get go. his grave robbed. <laughs> Yeah, and then just as cool as Henry Cavill is, 
I hate Superman. But yeah, the third act, just action-packed. A whole bunch of fighting. Superheroes okay. fighting each other. Doomsday. I didn't like Lex Luthor in that movie, though. But that's another topic. You didn't like the guy that unwrapped a Jolly Rancher and put it in mm-hmm. some dude's mouth? Nope. I didn't like it. I think that's probably another bad casting. Hey, like Jesse Eisenberg did all right. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Like> you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like him. I like I like Lex, Lex Luthor more like corporate and more like a little bit more meat like on hitman. A <laughs> little bit more meat on his bones, not like a little lanky. Bald. I just want to see him in the suit, you know? Yeah, I want to yeah, see him in the big like fucking suit. Like go toe to toe with like, Superman. Like we... where is Lex Luthor in the big suit? It would have been really cool if like later on I forget what happens to Lex in that movie. I does he get put in Yeah, cuz he gets he put in jail. He gets put in jail. That's when that's when he becomes Batman's bald. Batman's like uh-huh, a brand you and he's like It'd be really no, cool. Don't. <laughs> it would have been really cool if instead of that, they show him coming out of jail and him like building a suit and he models it off of Doomsday. And that's why the suit's like so fucking big and bulky. Well, I mean, at the end of Justice League, they teased the Injustice League. Did they? So, yeah. I didn't really. I don't know. Yeah, I, I dozed uh, off in that fucking uh, movie. Deathstroke shows up. Joe Manchin and Ellis. Mm-hmm. Deathstroke. He shows up to a yacht and uh, Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor's on there. And he's like, we need to build our own team. So, I mean, that could have led to that. Yeah. You know, I is that cool. still going to be a thing? No. Or, um, no. Well, that's a bummer. Retconning everything about DC is what they're doing. So, like, they're taking apart the Justice League franchise, but they're still keeping the individual ones. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sounds stupid to me. It's, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I mean, obviously, they'd have to find a way to work Batman out of it. But other than that, it feels like all the other pieces are still there. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. There was a lot to be there. Nothing yeah. was used. They were like, we're going to keep these three pieces, and then we're good. We're going to do a Flash movie, but that movie is going to go through development hell, and it may not actually happen. <laughs> we're also going to do Flashpoint so we can change everything. But are we going to change everything? Like, it's just, just, That's how they get a new actor to play Batman. It's yeah, just through just, Flashpoint there's going to be a new yeah, actor for Batman. Just use a Flashpoint it's and just, just fucking fix it's, everything. It's a cluster, and like all the news we get is like so contradictory, it's hard to even tell what their actual plan is outside of we're releasing the Batman and Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> that's about it. Like, yeah, even Aquaman 2 is up and... No, that is confirmed. That one is confirmed. And they're making a movie about the trench. Is this still Jason Momoa or no? Yeah. still Jason Momoa. Yeah. What? What's the trench? Remember those sea creatures from Aquaman? Yeah. The the ones that like are... So eating. they're going to have a whole movie about them? Yeah. That's James not an Aquaman Oh, about the fish movie, people? Yeah. Oh, so from what I've heard is James Wan's going to make it more of a horror movie. Hmm. Oh, it's James Wan then? Yeah. He's still doing it? Okay, I'm down with it. Whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> don't watch anything that He's man either makes. directing or producing. He's at least producing, if not directing still um but yeah so like the news is just so like a, out there kind of like the direction they went with swamp thing mm, horror swamp thing but poor swamp thing but uh, probably better done you're yeah. like probably not <laughs> getting canceled after whatever yeah but. poor swamp thing i remember the hype for that and then they're just like oh yeah swamp thing's canceled it's like well fuck yeah is it really that bad well that was a little fucky but Damn. Yeah. I thought I read something that some service was picking it up to try and keep it going. So they released it on HBO Max to view. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, or no, it's going to be on CW. And oh. people are like, and they're like hoping that if more people watch it, they'll give it a second season. It wasn't a bad, it wasn't a bad show. What happened was like, I think the place that they were doing the location of uh, lied to them about how much it was going to cost. Oh. So the, the show ended up costing like 10 times what it was supposed to. Jesus. Yeah. Seems like so that would be the kind of thing we have in a contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it was something about the finances and someone lying to them about how much it was going to cost, and then it cost a lot more. Mm. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, but like that—that that was the main reason was they couldn't recoup that financial loss because mm-hmm. it was so much. You know what the problem is? They didn't have an engineer helping them. 
<laughs> Do engineers know much about contract law? Actually, yes. Oh, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> that I mean, and patent law. I mean, I mean I, I, they kind of have to. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, cool. back on the topic, that's that's what I would go with. But my real one <laughs> is Justice League Dark Freaking Apocalypse War, <laughs> but that's for another reason. Yeah. We'll talk about the DC animated universe yeah. probably in one of our animated and animation episodes. Yeah. Just because those are so good. They deserve their own. We'll watch some with Eric so he'll be able to get to <laughs> He'll know him a little bit more. Yeah, I haven't watched any animated stuff. Um, last last animated Batman I saw good. was Batman Beyond, and that was when it came out on TV when I was like six. What about Batman Beyond Return of the Joker? Nope. <sighs> oh, greatness. Return of the Joker is actually pretty good. Yeah, I'm, talking, yeah. I'm talking, you know, the really skinny one with the big red bat on with the huge yeah, pointy out, ears. They came out the movie where Joker showed up. Oh, did they? Yeah. yeah. I saw the TV so show some a little bit when it was on TV way back in the day before CW33 was a thing. I like Harley Quinn in that WB. one. Yeah. Are we Carly Quinn and in, in, in Batman Beyond? How she's like an old lady, yeah. and her daughter, her twin daughters are like the ones that are running around. It's like, leave me alone, Grandpa Harley. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's her, that's her, that old lady. So I'm like, and you'll miss it, but it's there. Um, yeah. Any other thoughts before we wrap up? No, I have nothing. Nah. Wow. <laughs> that was a lot of sound. No. <laughs> Couldn't think of anything. I was trying. All right. That's fair. I'm not going to try that hard. I'm just going to say no. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode on Batman. Um, I know it went a little bit longer than a lot of our other ones do. Uh, there's just so much to talk about. Obviously, I'm, Batman's my favorite hero, so I talked a lot. So, uh, But, uh, yeah, no, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, so just to wrap up here, uh, if you enjoyed what we do here, go and check us out on social media. Uh, we're on Facebook, Nerd of All Trades. Uh, Twitter is NOAT podcast. Um, Instagram is nerd dot of all trades. Go check us out. Uh, we post there, talk about the episodes, you know, other nonsense. Um, if you really enjoy what we do here and you kind of want to see our other work, um, go and check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash birch first create. Uh, the, it will also be in the show notes. Um, there is where we do a lot of extra stuff. We actually just introduced our first Nerd of All Trades tier. This one is the $15 a month, and uh, you get a commentary track that you can sync up with a movie. So uh, eventually, down the road, we're going to get some audience input on what movie we talk about that you'd like to, us to watch and record for you guys. Um, so you'll be able to play it while you watch that. So pretty excited about that. I think our first one's going to be The Dark Knight we're going to be doing for this month. So make sure you go and take advantage of that tier. Um, as far as uh, other things you get from that, there's going to be special episodes, um, special episode where your movie pitches, you get to put them in and we'll be able to read them and talk about them on a special Patreon exclusive episode. Um, so go and check out that $15 tier. You get a lot of other great stuff. Uh, everything that's below it, you know, the live stream, um, you know, extra episodes, early access to episodes, early access to like my YouTube videos, everything. So go and check us out on Patreon. More patrons to get the bigger stuff that we can do. So definitely give us a little look. Um, other than that, uh, if you like us, also go on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you give us a five-star review, we'll read it on here. Um, that really helps us out because the more reviews that we get, you know, uh, we'll be able to go higher in the algorithm. So that will help uh, more people learn about Nerd of All Trades, uh, which is only going to help us out. Um, obviously, tell your friends as well. <laughs> but So that's pretty much everything. Oh, and... Uh, by special request, if you give a five star rating and it's you know you, you give us a review, we'll read it on here, and you can specify which person that you want to read it. <laughs> so apparently Derek will do uh, special voices for you. So if you, <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> uh, so if you would, if you want to, if you want to hear Derek do like a 
his Bane or his Mickey Mouse. Apparently, he's trying to get into voice acting, so help him <laughs> Never out. said that. <laughs> Never said that. That's what I heard. That's, uh, our entire conversation sounded like you were trying to break into voice acting, so we're trying Not to help you all. out here. Sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> and with a face like this, Tyler? Come exactly. on. This is, yes. needs to be on TV. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, so go check us out. Uh, appreciate being here with us. The next episode is going to be anime and animation. Uh, we're going to be yeah. talking about Avatar Last Airbender. Yeah. Um, so excited about that one. That one's going to be really good. Just talking about what we'd like to see in a movie. We're not going to talk about the movie that exists. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, what movie? And, exactly. And we're not talking about the blue people. We're talking about the Last Airbender. Talking uh, about true. yeah. There is no movie in Bossing Say. There we go. <laughs> if you don't get that reference, go check out Avatar Last Airbender on Netflix. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we'll be talking about that. So go check us out for our next episode. Uh, until then, it's Tyler Birch signing off. This is Jay Fred, the engineer, signing off. <laughs> <laughs> this is Derek. I'm out. This is Juan the newbie. Adios. <laughs>